0: Dirty South, can y'all really feel me? Peachy's in the house, says she's always on a millie. Out West, he's the king of the bay. Fatino's all greedy, yeah, that boy don't play. Hold up. From the bay to the streets, Breezy represents the East, so we call them the beast. Together they form a powerful being like Voltron. Don't miss a single episode, turn your bells on. Nitty-gritty, the line is told. Don't like it, better take a walk Nitty gritty, this the line is tall We out outline, players up and show Nitty
1: gritty, this the line is tall Don't like it, better take a walk
0: Nitty gritty, this the line is tall Line is tall, nitty gritty, this the line is tall Let's go! Victory Monday! Got y'all drinks ready Cause I got the sizzling I, I, you See it ain't brown today Moe's and Peachy it's, 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 I, I, This is the breezy This is the breezy pumps <laughs> right here bro. Right. What's going on everybody How y'all doing out there man How, how, how are my hosts doing That's what I want to know
2: I am doing okay
0: Okay, um, okay It good. was good.
2: definitely a manic Monday Because I'm off all next week So they're trying to work me into the ground, because I won't be there next week.
0: Yeah. Dang, you took the whole week off. She said, I'm going to a game, and I'm taking the whole week to recoup. Moe's, how was your Monday, bro? <laughs> yeah, I'm chilling,
1: man. We got, we got some, some stuff to talk about, some stuff to get off our chest. Let's get into it. Yeah,
0: we we, we going to get right into it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of Nitty Gritty Niners Talk. But before we get the show started, let's go right to our sponsors, man. Listen, we got this cool drink out there. It's called Ray's Energy Drinks. Make sure you get your super flavors, man. It's football Sunday. I'm telling you, you're going to need these joints to get through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and all day Sunday. If you get a 12 pack right there, you're good for at least. A week and and almost two weeks, right? It's 12 drinks, it's 14 days and two weeks. So you, you should be good to go. Good to go. Go to www.repsports.com. use the coupon code Breezy and get your drinks today. Raise out the way. Clip that. We're on our way. Let's keep it moving. Look, if you didn't know, the 49ers won a game. And so they won the first game. And For some reason, we're not as excited as we should be, but we're going to get fixed up. But in the meantime, make sure you're following on Facebook. Uh, make sure you're following on Twitch. Make sure you're following on all the social medias. Twitch right here, twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. Make sure you're there because that's the only place you're going to find the Nitty Gritty Niners show. So if you love your 49ers content, do that. And it's September, so you can subscribe for 20% off or free using your Amazon Prime account. Also, go to youtube.com backslash Wayne Breezy. Please hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit a like, give it a thumbs up. Truly, truly appreciate the thumbs up. You already know how the algorithms work. Make sure you do that. And go ahead and leave a comment. One of us will respond. I promise you. Usually I just be up late at night, just typing. I don't even know what I'd be saying. Probably be sending love letters to people that I don't even know. So make sure you go ahead and comment on the joints. Like, comment, subscribe right there on YouTube. Facebook was popping yesterday. We had a poll going on for the game, man. Shout out to Jason. Who is the week ones winter? He will be receiving a nitty-gritty niners token in the mail shortly. But make sure you go to nitty gritty niners on. Facebook. Join the group. Miss Top Hat Debbie is running that joint. She is in full effect. It's football season. It's 49ers time, so go ahead and do that. Also, make sure you go ahead and follow us on our IG. That's Nitty Gritty Niners spelled all the way out. And obviously, you got to go on Twitter. Nitty Gritty with the number 9 E-R-S. That's where we do our polls every week for you guys to vote on. And boy, did we get 441 votes on the poll for today. So I'm super excited to talk about it. Last but not least, go ahead and email us to nittygrittyniners at gmail.com. We would love to show you off on the show. So if you're scared to be on the show, send us a picture in your gear, man, on Sundays, man, we want to see how you dress up. We want to see what you rock at y'all tailgate. Send us pictures right there. Nittygrittyniners at gmail.com. All right. We got that out the way. All right. But Peachy is rocking a nitty gritty Niners T-shirt. And since she's rocking a nitty gritty Niners T-shirt, go to www.nittygrittyniners.com. Get your T-shirts today. Now we're done. Damn. All right. Here we go. The 49ers won their first game on the road in Detroit and Detroit. I don't know much about Detroit. All I know is they pulled out a victory. They clearly looked like they were they were going to like like annihilate this team for the longest. And and I'll share some things with you guys later. And I can't wait to get your take on it. But 41 to thirty-three, the 49ers leave the city of Detroit with a victory, an eight-point victory at that. I just want to know your initial reaction, Mose and then Peachy, once the game was over. What was your initial reaction from this from this game?
1: Man, it was a lot. Man, it was a lot of mixed emotion. Um I think I like most, I, like the team, I myself, I, I, I you know, took my foot off the gas. I was at home. I was laid back in the chair. I had my feet up. You know, I had my arms back here like this. It was, you know, we, we was up 38 to 10. I'm like, oh, this is, we, this is in the bag. We Gucci. And then things took a turn and I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. This shouldn't be happening this way. Um, I mean, it's week one, so obviously there's a little bit of rust, there's a little bit of jitters. Uh, we saw what we needed to see out of this team initially, um, and now we just need to,
0: you know, clean up some things and get ready for week two. Peachy, your initial reactions from this game? I can't wait to share mine because y'all gonna, y'all gonna curse me out on my, on, on my own show. So I'm just putting it out there right now, Peachy, your initial reaction from the game.
2: My initial reaction was I thought our offense looked really good i i honestly didn't know what to expect from our offense so whenever i got to see our offense in action i'm like dang everything's rolling everything looks good you know we had trey coming out there with the touchdown and everything and it was awesome but like most i was just chilling taking small sips of my drink and whatever and then you know we had got up by so much i'm like oh this is over i'm gonna you know i was going to kick it, started doing other stuff. Then before I knew it, everything, like the whole tide just changed. And that's why I have water today, because I drank so much within the last two minutes. <laughs> yeah. That, Nerves true. going crazy. Felt like I was having a heart attack and a stroke altogether. But I'd aged about 100 years just watching that. Game. Like Just a few minutes. It was crazy. It was really crazy. I, Man, was, I was glad that we came out with the win. But it was crazy to be sitting there chilling and just have everything just, oh, you know, that's good. Oh, they did that. Well of course they did. You know, we're the 49ers and they're um they're they're the Lions. You know, it is what it is. To to go from, oh my God, if they get any more time with this ball, like we're going to lose this game. I kept saying, just take a D, let's go home. Cause I didn't even want them to even touch the ball with a few seconds left. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was it was it was a crazy, definitely crazy reaction from everybody. Everybody seemed to to have that kind of chill mode. Like I even take chill to a, to another level. I can combine both of y'all modes, and that's how I got the breezy mode. So I'm gonna take chill to a whole other factor. I fell asleep. The game was so. Fr- <laughs> It was so boring. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is cool, man. Like, all I need is a, <laughs> is a, is a small inkling of a practice. Of time. So I fell asleep. So I fell asleep when it was like, and I'm not going to front. I fell asleep when it was 41 to to 17. Okay? And that was just like, oh, man, man, we got a quarter. We got to, 13 minutes, 12 minutes. We got, man, this is cool. I'm not going to go to sleep. <sighs> I woke up <laughs> me. let me tell you how quick the nap was when i woke up and i turned to the tv it was forty one twenty five, and the time didn't change much i'm like wait a minute what happened what happened and so i fell asleep real quick dozed off power quick nap woke up forty one twenty five, saw the face to the kiddo i was like what this can't be happening go back to sleep wayne i think i tweeted like we can't make this up, or or something like that. Right. Like, like right. this can't be happening, right? And so <laughs> it happened. But when we won, I mean, I was sad. And I said, you know what? We got out of Detroit with a victory, man. It's it's hard to win on the road. It's hard to win at home, but it's got to be even harder to win on the road. So kudos to our boys for for squeezing that win out, man. And like Peachy said, she was looking for them to down that ball, man. I I I. I I, yeah, it was crazy. But shout out to our guy Taryn in the building with the super chat contribution. Man, he's saying thank you guys so much for the contribution, Taryn. We truly appreciate you, man. I'm like in Vegas, man. Speaking of Vegas, Peachy gave me a scare earlier. She was like, "You know, Josh Jacobs is not playing it." And I'm like, "What the what? The f- he the youngest person on the team. How is he not? What did he, what happened? He was good, Moe. You told me to start him in fantasy. Now he's not playing. And then." She was like, false alarm. And I was like, oh, man. This is in the middle of me trying to create the content and stuff for this show, too. So mm-hmm. I was about Apparently, to Apparently,
2: he, um, he had some kind of... Um, he woke up sick yesterday. Mm-hmm. Apparently had some kind of an illness. Didn't know if he was going to feel like playing. And I still think that it's just mind games. It's that crazy John Gruden is playing. I yeah. think that he was going to... I think that he was fine. I think he was going to play anyway. But... They announced just a little while ago that he was definitely going to play, but they really thought that he was not, you know, a lot of people, a lot of media outlets thought that he wasn't going to play. So,
0: Yeah. Vince, I ran out. That's what happened. There were no more energy drinks, man. Them drinks (laughs) are so good. I was drinking them drinks like they was Kool-Aid, bro. They are good. They're really good. (laughs) I ran out, man. My 12 drinks lasted like three days. (laughs) Guys, man, we got some content. Look, we got good news. We got bad news. We got badder news and baddest news. So, like, let's let's just start with the good news. The good news is the 49ers are signing. All right. Veteran cornerback, Dre Kirkpatrick, source said some starting experience following the injury to Jason Verrett, which we're going to get to Kirkpatrick, who most recently played for the Cardinals, worked out for San Francisco uh, recently and impressed. Matter of fact, he impressed San Francisco so much, Moles and Peach, that they cut him. Like they let him go. (laughs) This is reported by Ian Rappaport. So, uh, Moles, I just want to know, is this is this the Band-Aid? right now like what's going on the Drake, Drake Kirkpatrick clearly I feel like there were other moves they, they could have did and we can discuss some other things they might could have done but Drake Kirkpatrick is going to be a 49er man like, like what, what's good
1: you know how when you like when you was a kid you would like fall and scrape your knee or your elbow can I put a pause home? on that
0: real quick because this is a good story I went running this morning and I fell and I scraped my arm now I went running and it was pitch black outside with no light and so I guess I just missed a step <laughs> But let me tell you, bro, stop dropping. I'm a running back, bro. I hit it, tucked, pushed the arm down, got right back up, and kept running. And I was like, oh shoot, I'm missing the airpod. I had to go back, slow my running time down, get my airpod. But go ahead, bro. Hey, I share the reels in this with you guys. You go and ahead. your
2: AirPods.
1: Listen, you can't lose the AirPod. But you know how what that used to happen when I was a kid when you come in the house tell your mom your grandma whoever it was ah, i got a little boo-boo they take you in the bathroom rinse it off with a little bit of water you know and then, and then they might get some uh some peroxide and pour the peroxide or this is peroxide okay this is wow. not a band-aid Dang. this is not this is not you know the heavy duty tape or rat this is just a little bit of
0: peroxide wow Peachy, were you weird. expecting that analogy? No. Nah, right. <laughs> I thought he was <laughs> going for the band aid. I'm gonna keep it a no, Yeah, no. He went for the cleaning. Wow, sterilization.
1: Right, 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 right. This, this is this is something to get us to whatever that next thing is. Right. Because um, I think Drake or Patrick, he played well in the younger days of his career. He Isn't hasn't nice. always mm-hmm. been known to be, you know, a fast corner. Um, so, obviously, he's lacking a little bit of speed. Um, if you watch his film, he's definitely uh, one of the grabby corners. Uh, and I feel in, in some instances you can get away with it. But in others, that could be a really, really bad thing. We saw that with Dante Johnson on Sunday. Um, so, I, I, this to me, it's not it. It's depth that we need because we can't go in with the numbers that we have. But this wouldn't be my choice for um Filling that that gap at that position.
2: See, I thought that you were gonna say Macuricom or Bactine or
3: something like that. So like what I thought bro. you were,
2: right. Yeah, like, I know people remember the um, that Macuricom and that that Bactine stuff
0: that they used to play. I'm about. a, a Bassett dude. I mean, it's all the same crap. It's Neil Sporin, Bassett Tracing <laughs> They just keep changing the name to make exactly. it it's different. It's <laughs> exactly. all the same. All right. But see, I
1: see. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't go with Neil Sporn because I really
0: like Neil Sporn. That's the only thing that really works for me. That's cool. That's because you they got a brand name. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. No right. doubt. You know. But the funny thing is, you went with peroxide, and I, I, de- I didn't know you was going that route. I really like. This show <laughs> is not pre-scripted, guys. We don't even know what we're talking about <laughs> when we come on here, other than the graphics we create. <laughs> I didn't expect that. That threw me for a loop. I thought he was going to say the band aid. You know me too. And he went for. Uh, whatever he yeah, that peroxide. All right, so Peachy, Drake Kirkpatrick is about to be a forty nine. I just, I just got to get your initial thoughts. You know,
2: I really wouldn't put it in the analogy of peroxide, but I, I, I honestly feel the same way. Drake Kirkpatrick is not going to do anything that's going to. Change the landscape of the secondary or anything like that. He's just like a filler spot. Like he's just going to come out there and fill it until the 49ers make their next move. Because I do believe the 49ers do need to go after a, a more, you know, um I don't know. They need to go after a better, a better cornerback. Um, <laughs> I was going to say that he'll be okay. But it's not, like, we definitely, if we're going to make it this season, we definitely are going to have to get a lot better at the corner position with, than Kirkpatrick is, I just, you know. But he's right. I mean, for now, you know, he could be a really good filler coming there, but I just don't see it.
0: I'm going to put this name out there for you guys, and I want you to tell me how the 49ers can make this happen because this is what they need to do. Now, I'm not trying to tell them how to run their job. All right, but I'm gonna put a name out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the name is C.J. Henderson, mm-hmm. cornerback from uh, the the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's begging to be rescued. I'm going to tell <laughs> you that's begging to be rescued. I'm I'm gonna say this: A, he doesn't want to be there. B, we just gonna have to spend money. So I'm I'm gonna let Mo's break that down because he's gonna let us know. Look, look, it is what it is, and and C, you can't. Replace a top five corner with a Drake Kirkpatrick. Mose, C.J. Henderson, how can the 49ers find a way to make that happen? And should they?
1: I. That's one of the names. He's one of the names on my short list. There's a couple other names I'll throw out there after this, but C.J. Henderson is a name on my short list, okay? Um, obviously, they Jacksonville felt the need to go out and get other corners. They shined Shaquille Griffin in free agency away from Seattle. They drafted Tyson Campbell out of Georgia with the second-round pick. They are going in a different direction at the cornerback position. So, yes, while C.J. Henderson is a top 10, top 15 pick, they're they're at a point in situation where they let the league know that this guy isn't who we want in the building. Mm-hmm. We've 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 replaced him with two quality corners already. So I think the bargaining begins at we have a need, y'all don't want him, and we know that y'all don't want him. Instead of letting him go for top dollar, what can we work out? How can we help you now? And whether that be a second round pick or third round pick, if not, you know, in the upcoming draft in the year following. Maybe it's a player. Maybe we give them a player, um, uh, one of those you know extra guys that we have on our defensive line. Maybe there is another young player you know that we can send them that you know will help them as far as their rebuilding process. So if it is a, 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 a third or a fourth round pick, a later round pick, and a young player, okay, let's see what we can make happen. But you uh, know, obviously Jacksonville you know doesn't see a need for them, and we need them. I, I think it's a great move for us. He's a young corner. I think his skill set would would be more beneficial in our defense. The defense that we run uh, will benefit him greatly. And he's still on a rookie contract. So okay. we got to We at least have to be on the phone to see what it would take.
0: Right. And so in the meantime, Peachy, we rock with the peroxide. All right. So if if Kirkpatrick is peroxide, is Josh Norman the bandaid?
1: They both might be peroxide for real for real.
0: Oh, okay, can one be alcohol? Because sometimes you gotta first you gotta put the alcohol. First you peroxide. But see, but see, but see with alcohol burn. So peroxide burn too if the cut if it, it, it give, it's a it's a tingle too, bro. I don't know mm-hmm. what kind of peroxide you use, but that my it, peroxide Peroxide never burned me, it just bubbled up a little bit. So it make it look
1: like he's doing something It's really not doing, that. just get some soap on
0: yours. You hear a sizzle when you put the peroxide on the joint, dog. <laughs> just it, just, it just bubbled up a little bit. It all just right, right. bubbled up a little. Bit. All right, all right, all right, man. Uh Freddy Gonzalez, man. Thank you so much for the Super Chat contribution. He says, do you still think we can make it to the Super Bowl? And my thing is, absolutely freaking Like, absolutely, peachy. Can we make it to the Super Bowl? Tell us why. Makoa, thanks for joining. Tell us why we can make it to the Super Bowl, even after yes. losing a yes. Jason for the season.
2: After after the football that I watched yesterday, heck yes, we can make it to the Super Bowl. There, There's a, whew, there's, yeah. I'm, I'm not worried about that. I know that the 49ers know what position we're in right now. They know that they're going to have to go out and they're going to have to shore up that secondary. They know that, and I do truly believe that they will. I believe that they're just looking around now, and they're trying to see what they can do. And like most said, you know, Kirkpatrick is just a proxide. side. We're gonna go ahead. We got Josh Norman. Um, I think, in my opinion, though, Josh Norman. I think Josh is a little bit more than proxide side, though. Okay. I think that he that he will be. I think that he'll make an impact just starting this Sunday. Against Philly,
0: so you think Josh Norman is going to be ready to go? This I think he's going to be ready to go. Okay. Yeah, I, I like. I that. do. Now, now, so so more than peroxide, but what is he? Is he the gauze before the bandaid? Is he the bandaid, or is he the, or is he the Neil
2: <laughs> I think that Josh Norman could actually be a bandaid. Okay.
0: I, yeah, uh, and I and I respect that. McCoa, um, I we're, know, we're talking. Uh, we didn't even break down the Jason Verrett injury, which we're gonna get to next. But we're talking about replacing Jason Verrett because we have no choice. We have to look forward to move forward, right? And uh, the the reality is, it is what it is. Um, and so we need to get to that injury. Uh, but like we're we're signing Jerry Kirkpatrick. And they already – so I want to get your analogy on Drake Kirkpatrick since we're using the healing process, right? And so uh, uh, Mo says that Kirkpatrick is peroxide. So what do you think Drake Kirkpatrick is for the 49ers being brought in right now? Uh,
3: First and foremost, uh, do you guys hear me? Yep. Okay. Um, I feel like Drake Kirkpatrick is – I would say a Band-Aid for right now, just because uh, we don't really have enough depth into that corner position. And I really think that uh, he's a capable corner of holding his own. And uh, we'll just have to see that on every single Sunday and every practice. But I I say Band-Aid right now. Okay. I mean,
0: look, the forty nine ers got a pair of vets now. They got Norman and they got Kirkpatrick. And I I believe Mose and Peachy and McCoy that both of them are better than Dante Johnson. All right. So we got another con- <laughs> right. I don't know what Dante Johnson is. He must be like the the <laughs> The white meat of the cut, or something. Right? <laughs> He's not I was even,
2: I was gonna say the little, the little I'm sorry, of I don't know what he is man. I don't
1: care. Oh, no, no, he might be he might be the the gravel that's stuck in your arm after <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's like Right, yeah. that you got a white that right, you
2: can't that you can't never get out all of it. Yeah, out
0: yeah, it. You yeah. Always yeah, wind yeah. up getting some of it that soaks up in the scalp. Uh, that works. Um, I, works. You know what? I love it. He's the pus. Like we got yeah <laughs> in other words he's the infection I got you got it you All right. go.
3: you uh, go.
0: Charlie, super chat thank you so much bro would you guys be interested in greedy Williams <laughs>
1: remember that remember those names I said I have a short list of yes.
0: don't tell me he's on this list. C.J.
1: Henderson Henderson's on this list. Mm-hmm. Greedy Williams is on this list. Mm-hmm. And another name that people aren't thinking about, he had a good year last year stepping in as a rookie. He had to play because they didn't have any corners. They went out and got a lot of corners, and those guys, you know, supplanted him. I like Michael Ojemudia from Denver. Mm. Oh, okay. Don't sleep on Michael Ojemudia from Denver. They went out and got Kyle Fuller. They drafted Pat Sertan mm-hmm. in second. Uh, they got Ronald Darby. They, they got do. a whole bunch of corners mm-hmm. for that team, and that dropped Michael Ojemudia down the list yeah, again. Another young corner, twenty-four years old, six foot one, two hundred pounds. He fits the size and build of our our defense. He's aggressive. He's great in man coverage. I listen. I uh, there's there there are young corners out there that we can go get, mm-hmm. which is kind of frustrating me. Why we go get a thirty-three year old Josh Norman and a thirty-one year old Drake and Patrick? both who've lost a step, when when we have Devontae Smith and Jalen Rager coming up, both 4 3 guys. We've got Devontae Adams after that in the Green Bay offense, even though they looked like trash yesterday. Then, then after that, we have Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, and they started mm-hmm. off hot against a good Indianapolis defense. Mm-hmm. Then after that, we got Kyler Murray and them boys who just threw for four touchdowns and ran one in themselves. Just
2: just like it was nothing. The, 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 wide, the
1: wide receivers that we have coming up that we have to play are solid groups of wide receivers. So to go against mm-hmm. to go in that stretch, which I mentioned before, is the toughest stretch on our schedule. Green Bay, Seattle, Arizona before the bye. That's the toughest stretch on our schedule yep. to go and get in those games. With your cornerbacks being Josh Norman and Drake Kirkpatrick. Now, I'm not saying both of those will start. Hopefully, we can get E-Man back. De'Amandola looked great yesterday. He played over 80-something snaps on defense. 90. He didn't lose a beat. Yeah. So they're not both going to start, but they're going to play significant time yeah. against a, a stretch of wide receivers that can get ugly real fast. So there are young corners out there. C.J. Henderson, Greedy Williams, Michael Ochamudia. We need to be on the phone with all three of these teams to see what it takes to get one of these young guys in the fold with our
0: team. And that's the th- that's the thing. Here, here's the issue, though, and you're not factoring this in. We need a cornerback. So when you mm-hmm. need a cornerback, you have the price go up. And so, so like for a guy like Greedy Williams or the guy you were talking about from Denver or or one of these guys, man, they're gonna ask Kyle and John for like a nice bag. These are first round picks, second round picks. So they're going to ask for some stuff. And so will Kyle or John make that, you know, cause they, they got to go deeper into like 2022, 2023. (laughs) They got to go deep into the draft, which I'm cool with, but those guys got to pan out. And so like, that's the gamble. So you go pick up some band-aids, some, some pus, some whatever you get those dudes but I really think y'all that they're banking on their young guys to be ready at some point. How? Who knows? I know y'all. I know a lot of people are talking trash about Ambry Thomas, mm-hmm. bro. He doesn't look that bad. Uh, even in the game last last night when he had to come in, I think he gave up that. I gave, uh, he gave up a catch, which Dante Johnson ended up giving up the touchdown. Then he gave up the two points, from what I saw. It might be more. But he played the dude, man, like like you couldn't play the receiver any better. And then the ball was placed over the shoulder mm-hmm. of the receiver. Like, what did y'all want every Thomas to do? Right. I just want to know. And I'm not sticking up for him because he's a Michigan guy. I don't think anybody, not even Deion Sanders, could have defended that, but they wouldn't have threw it to Deion. Like, you know. Right. Well, I'm just saying, like, how, how do you defend that as a DB? He was man to man. No, like, no flag. Contact and he got the head around for, for the knob PI, reached up, and the ball was like over the shoulder of the receiver. It was the how does how did Jerry Goff make the throw? That's what I was asking myself. Yeah. Number two, um uh uh the the joint in the in the uh, end zone for the two-point conversion. I mean, I mean, I mean he pushed him like and the dude just somehow got his toes in bounds. That one toe somehow was able to – he did what he was supposed to do. Damn. He came, covered the play. It was, it was zoned in the z- end zone, came back, covered it, got to the dude, said maybe he didn't push him hard enough. You know, I know, I know me. I'm pushing you. I'm, right. I'm, I'm going to push you so hard. Like, I'm going to make you, f- like, hard push. Maybe he didn't push him hard enough because he didn't want to hurt him or whatever, but the dude just made a play with – see his feet just – the toe just – it, just, it almost looked like was he was even out of bounds because the toe dragged. So I don't know. I don't know what you expect from him. Plus, he was in on kickoff return. He didn't wow anybody on kickoff return. But I tell you what, he got to the 25, the 20, and I believe the 20 again on his three returns. And so he did kind of what he was supposed to do. Like, I'm, I'm not sure what they were looking for. He's not a, a, a Diamador Lenore. He plays more man, and they got him playing more zone. So correct me if I'm wrong. Why are you putting a man-press guy in zone? And so this is why he's playing five to ten yards off of the receiver right off the bat so all the underneath routes are going to be catches. Let mm-hmm. that dude play his position. Mm-hmm. It's a, It's a thing. And I don't know why they're doing it to him. And, I, and, and it's a, you know what it is? It's equivalent to what Kyle Shanahan is doing to Trey Lance on the offense. It's a learning. It's, it's growing pains. Yeah. In my opinion. And, and you guys are here to correct me, check me, do whatever. But That's kind of what I see in what they're doing with De Amador, uh, Not DeAmador, with Ambry Thomas. It's growing pains. He's the higher draft pick. So they're going to test him in different waters. Where they're letting DeAmador play to his strengths. So just let him. He's a better zone guy too. Plus, he played last year. Ambry didn't play last year. Right. So who knows what's gonna what's gonna pan out? But I really think, and y'all you know y'all could think otherwise. <clears throat> I really think they're banking on those young guys modes, uh, to be ready at some point. And maybe it's week two. Maybe maybe Ambry gets to start with DeAmador because I already know we know Emmanuel mostly' probably nine times out of ten not gonna play.
3: Right.
1: I mean, listen it. I wouldn't be upset if they're banking on the two rookies to the both rookies to be ready soon but how much can you bank on that how much of your available chips can you push into the pot like do you want to go in, all in week 2 with two rookie corners one who no. played well yeah, one that's that well, right, and one that's struggling, right. Because you got to think, like you, you, you just mentioned it, Ambry Thomas didn't play last year, right. So the the gap that he's had is 2019 playing against collegiate talent, mm-hmm. football for a year, 2021 playing against grown men in the NFL. There's already a learning curve if he played in 2020, but you a year off. Yeah, that's a lot. That's that, a lot. That's a, that's a lot for him to overcome. So. I can't while I, I I I bank on his potential to eventually be ready just because of his athleticism and the way right. he, he knows how to play the game of football.
0: Right. Smart guy. We
1: we're 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 in a prime position to do really, really well this season. Like right. you said, we can still make it to the Super Bowl. So we need to do what we need to do, especially if guys are going down and getting hurt. Right. You know, we got we lost Varette. Um we can't trust Dante Johnson.
0: And you don't Emmanuel, know. Our, Emmanuel, yeah.
1: Emmanuel Mosley's hurt. Like, and now we got 33-year-old Josh Norman, 31-year-old Drake and Patrick. And if we bring Sherman back, he's 33 also.
0: Right. No, I get it. Like, I, you I know. Yeah. I, no, I get it. It, it, it. I Trust me. I totally understand where you're coming from. And I'm not trying to sell Amber Thomas to anyone, but y'all can't tell me what he did wrong yesterday. Like, Because I'm trying to really sit there, watch his game, and see what he did wrong. He didn't wow anybody Mm -hmm. with his play. He didn't have any PBUs, but he didn't do anything wrong. And so we're not talking about D'Amador's Lenore's because he played 90 snaps. We're not talking about his pass interference call that kept a drive alive, Mm -hmm. right? So, like, I don't understand the issues with him. And they're not playing him to his strength. And I know I can't be the only one that's noticing that.
2: I see um,
0: a lot of
2: of people I saw on Twitter where they were talking about they felt like that he could have pushed harder in the end zone, like he could have pushed him a lot harder. They said that he pushed him like a third, like he was in third grade or something, or a kid. And I've heard all these different things, and they're like, you know, this is college, this is not, or uh, this is NFL, it's not college. You can like knock these guys, you know, you can like knock these guys a lot harder than that.
0: They said that he's not hitting like when he's, you know, attacking, like he's not hitting. And of I mean, all, that's those are the kind of things. The are- on the run is on the tackles. He's a tackling quarterback. That's what y'all want. He's in on the tackle. So I don't understand what y'all talking. He didn't push a guy hard enough. You, most do- NFL wide receivers, when they get to the NFL, are trained to get their toes in bounds because one foot doesn't count anymore. He right. pushed them. He did what he was supposed to do now we're talking about how hard he pushed the guy come on guys we're we're really asking for we're we're really trying to i i, I just think that's a little bit kind of crazy like you and know this,
1: and this is what I meant when I said there were some things to get off our chest okay i love i i'm I'm faithful I love all the faithful we family but if we family let's talk let's talk real for a second being a part of this fan base has made me to see like Nothing is ever good enough. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing is, he he didn't he didn't push them hard enough and he got the two-point conversion. If he would have pushed them too hard and he would have got a uh, unsportsmanlike conduct penalty because the NFL is getting ridiculous with these BS rules, then you would have been like, "Oh, you should have been in better coverage or you should have pushed them that hard." Like we we're, we we're, we are not satisfied with anything. There's never any middle ground. It's either it, it, it's, fru- it's, it's really frustrating to see that no matter what we do, it's never good enough. Right. Like, we won the game 41-33. to 33. It shouldn't have been that close. I absolutely agree with you. When Jason Verrett went down with the injury, I think that took the air out of everybody. It was all good for, mu- for, for multiple reasons. One, because of the love and, they res- and respect that they have for Jason Verrett knowing what he's been through, knowing what he gave us last year and what he was planning on continuing to give us, for him to lose that in week one was devastating for everybody. 100%. In in addition to that, I think that affected Kyle Shanahan's decision to take everybody out. Why? 100%. Because what happened last year? Nick Bosa gets hurt
0: week two. Trauma, PTSD, okay. did I say that Thank right? You. Thank Whatever it you, yes. Post-traumatic stress, it was an hurt. innate reaction. Nick Bosa gets hurt
1: week two. Couple plays later, what happened?
0: Solomon, Same Solomon thing.
1: Thomas gets hurt and tears his ACL, also on a turf field. So if I'm Kyle, I'm like, yo, I got to get these dudes out. Because this is looking like the start of last mm-hmm. season where we were coming off a Super Bowl loss. Everybody was hungry to get back in the building. Everybody was focused. We lose Nick Bosa. The wind is out of our sails. Yeah, we win a couple games, but it just tanks downhill from there. So with this injury that's happening, let me get Jason Barrett out now. Let me get all my other starters out now to avoid any additional injuries. We've already got this game in the bag. Let's try to get to Philly week two with no other injuries happening. And, and, for, and for whatever reason, Dan Campbell didn't take his starters out.
3: He's of, course, of right. that
1: mentality where they're going to fight. They're going to scratch and claw. He's mm-hmm. trying to build a culture. Yeah. So he leaves his starters in. Right. They get a little bit of momentum because the air from us has already deflated. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they come back. But that's also why you have a 28-point lead. Because in the event that a team does get momentum, you're far enough ahead right. that it's going to take them too much to come back. Yeah. Do you honestly think that they were going to get three touchdowns and three two-point conversions? Yeah. No, I, the, I, look, let's just talk about the probability of that. And I don't care that they got one touchdown and two-point conversion because of the box onside kick. They got another touchdown and two-point conversion. Yeah, so they got two out of the three that they needed. Don't tell me that the odds were in their favor that they were going to get another touchdown and another two point conversion to take it into overtime. And it then somehow shut us down in overtime and get either a touchdown or a field goal to win that game. Look The probability of that happening
0: was slim to none. And if you know football, they play by probability. That's, that's how everything is done. Certain mm-hmm. play calls are called during due to probabilities. And I agree. I agree. And I disagree. Not because of hindsight though. Like I, you know, the, my, my theory of, of football, and I, I want to hear what Makoa has to say, but my theory of football, you know, what, let me read this contribution. Shout out to Kev. <laughs> Silverado in the building. What's good? Just means the pass rush got to truly step it up. Makoa, I tell you what, you're going to take this pass rush question because at the end of the game, I want to know how you felt about the pass rush in the fourth quarter. Why couldn't they get to Jared Goff? Talk to me, Makoa.
3: I I really felt like um we couldn't really get to Jared Goff at the end of the fourth, you said. Uh just just that whole fourth
0: um, quarter, they just yeah, couldn't get to him.
3: Uh what's called I had to do something in the fourth quarter. But can I just say what we did in like the first, second, third?
0: Go ahead. Because we
3: got like um so for the first, second and third, we got um Pressure off the quarterback. Nick Bosa was getting a lot of pressures off the edge. D four was doing his thing off of the edge, uh, speed rushing and all. And we just was consistent throughout the game, but when our um, secondary uh, fell off, then it all just um, what's that word? Like just fell off. I would say.
0: Yeah, like I, it's a couple reasons, right, PG? You want to add to this? Um. Why? Why couldn't the pass rush find their way to to you know to this guy, Jared Goff? They, I mean, clearly they were getting to him all game. Is it because of the Jason Verrett injury? It was because the DBs couldn't cover war? war you know anything? What, what What are your thoughts?
2: I think that it was um, they exactly that. I think because our our secondary was depleted at that point and mentally just gone. I felt like our secondary just checked out. I feel like that they they just didn't have anything left for that quarter. I also feel like that Sewell and those guys that was out there because like you said, Dan Campbell didn't take anybody out. He left them all in there the whole quarter. And I felt like that as our defense like got you know a little bit um, exhausted and everything like that. win? I felt like that, their offense, their O line, like got a little stronger. Sh- it seemed like they were pushing us around a little bit in the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah, man. Like attrition set in. That's exactly what yeah. I would say. Like the the attrition set in, and and the defense was gassed
3: mm-hmm. and they
0: could not figure it out. Nick Bosa. Yeah, and you got to think Nick Bosa, D Ford. Shout out to D four too because he definitely had a crucial way mm-hmm. to end this game. Yep. <laughs> um, but D Nick, I mean Samson, like none of the pass rush can get to Jared Goff in the fourth quarter. They just had more. I don't. I don't know if it was they. They clearly looked gas, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know if the menta- They had a different mentality too. Like you know, mm-hmm. I think it was more like, oh snap, you know, we're back in the game. All right, we got to come back in and seal the deal. You see it in basketball, but basketball is so much easier because when the starters come back in on a basketball team, y'all, right? It's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, uh-huh. but with, with 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 football, it's it's eleven to it's eleven players that got to be like that, and it, it ain't the same. I mean, uh-huh. I. We're all over the place, but God dang it! If Jimmy Ward don't make that frick, if he don't grab the face mask of, 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 of Swift, yeah, what the fuck was that? Don't don't say that was attrition. Yeah. Here,
1: here, here's, <laughs> yo, here's what what upset me about that play. Earlier in that game, DeAndre Swift had a big run up the middle, and you saw Jimmy; he launched himself at him mm-hmm. to bring him down. Okay, this time. It's like he hesitated and was backpedaling, anticipating a move. And then when the move came, because he was backpedaling, he was off balance. His own momentum and was yeah. off balance. He got cooked on the move anyway. But so why would bad- you change your? Why would you change your play style if earlier right. in the game you were aggressive and you were launching and you brought him down easy? Why mm-hmm. would you not do that again? You. His mentality, bro. Swiss was good. He hit the holes that were available to him, and he made some stuff happen. But he wasn't
0: out here juking and spinning and hurtling. Wasn't like. wasn't a juke. No. It was it was a momentum thing. It, like, it, it was, was a redirection. A... It was a redirection, yeah. Wow. Fear of injury. There it is, yeah, man. Yeah, I think
2: that's what I was going to say. I think that these guys started getting afraid of, of, of being out there, like, mentally. I've said it before. This turf man, these guys are are remembering this stuff, and they have PTSD too. And they're like, "Yo, I remember whenever I get." It. And then, you know, when the injury started happening, they're like, "Uh uh-uh, uh, I want to leave this football game. I don't want to. I don't want to do that." That's what I think happened because they started playing so soft. They start not to even be, you know, doing anything and just making these stupid mistakes and all this stuff. And I think that they were just nervous because they really just were afraid that if they Went all in and went a hundred that they was gonna wind up hurt. Yeah,
0: and they don't want another season like last
3: year.
2: Right, right. It started creeping 2020 into
0: 2020. last year. Right. Yeah, one hundred percent, yo. Like if you a see, little. if you get an inkling of a rip, a, a repetition of what you mm-hmm. s- you think is about to happen, you yeah. shut it down. And I get it. My bad. I understand Kyle Shanahan's situation. But even he said at the presser, even he said, you know what, man, I I, I, I you know you know I maybe maybe they should have been up by forty five. And that's my thing. That that's no. it. Yeah, we
1: should we
0: should have we should have hung sixty on these dudes. We okay. should have. So, so that's we right. Hung 60. Damn right. My, my right beef with that. Kyle is that mm-hmm. you should have been like like D four says, stopping on their throats the whole game. Mm-hmm. Don't show no signs of weakness. Yeah. And then if an injury like that happens, you want to pull your guys. With you have big enough mm-hmm. of a cushion to where you can do that. Let them young bloods in there cook and, and learn. Let right. them get cooked and learn, bro. Mm-hmm. This is the only time they're gonna get it, but not. You would think though, Mose, Makoa, PG, that 28 is a good enough cushion. But when luck. <laughs> so, so Detroit has some luck.
3: Oh, I, yeah. I
0: first of all, George Kittle goes down to the knees with the hands. The ball's supposed to come up like this. People were asking, why was George Kittle in on kickoff, on, on a kickoff return? It was called the hands team, guys. Y'all never played. Football, like, you put your best hands out there, and Kittle's got some of the best. Maybe he was trying to make a joke and say Kittle don't got good hands. Anyway, the ball bounced three times and hit the dude in the face. When does that ever happen, y'all? I've never seen that happen. Shout out to Taryn for that. Uh, <laughs> the super Shoot, that's what that's what I was saying, though. I
2: was saying that, which is what I had put on Twitter, went to the lines, then. And Bailey made it out because it was crazy because all of a sudden, like I said, like Detroit just got this renewed injury. I think that it was almost like a lion. Like when they feel like that their prey was like getting a little weak and they felt like that they could come in. And all of a sudden, you know, they go to the sideline, take a timeout. And he's probably telling them, you know, this is when we're going to bite him in the kneecaps. We're going to do this now. Like we're going to we're going we're gonna to win this game. And that's what I think happened. I think that when when we started getting a little weak and showing signs of weakness, that's when they just pound.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, Yeah, uh, definitely.
1: It was. It was. It was. I think it was a lot of. I mean, it's, I think it's an, an anomaly. I think it was definitely a lot of for them. It was a lot of um, week one adrenaline. Um, and I mean, if, if you look at the time of possession, they did have the ball seven minutes longer than we did. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So. Um, you know our offense wasn't on the field as long as their offense was. So could our defense be gassed? Possibly. Um, and for the defensive line, I don't understand that because we've been talking all offseason how this was the deepest group on the yes. team. Yes. Right. So I would have expected a better rotation to yes. keep those guys healthy and to keep those guys fresh for longer. Now maybe it's because they haven't played meaningful football like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't. You can't simulate. You know, NFL weeks with, you know, playing one or two series in preseason games. You already right. lose in a preseason game that you don't play in. Um, you can't simulate that in, in training camp practices. So uh, I think that has something to do with
2: it.
0: Right. Yeah. Um. Man, just, just, I just, I just got news that former 49ers linebacker, all right. Uh, Paris uh, Sharon Harrelson, uh, has passed away. Wow. He's 37 years old. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, man, it was a fifth round draft pick for the 49ers in 2006. He went to Tennessee is where he, he was a defensive end. Uh, they converted him to linebacker in San Francisco. He wore number 98. Uh, And he also played for the the New Orleans Saints. So we just want to send our condolences to his family. uh, And if we can get like a moment of silence, you know, just just for his passing, I think that would be, be a great way to pay homage All right, man. Thank you, Dion, man, for that. For, for, for man, I, 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 I don't, I don't take death well. I don't really like talking about death. I just like to enjoy and live life. I do understand that it's a part of the circle of life, uh, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't take it too well. So, um, uh, you know what? So, um,
2: I wanted to to ask Mo's a question. Um, I've seen it several times in the chat. I've seen it all day, Mo's. What do you think was our biggest problem with our run defense while we weren't able to stop the run? At all yesterday,
1: I, I think we weren't able to anchor the middle because a lot of their big plays came up the middle. They right. weren't doing anything as far as outside. Um, you could you could say um, you know that you know be, the wide nine scheme allows for that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you can say you know not having Javon Kinlaw being able to eat up two blockers also contributed to that. Um, but again if we're talking about this team having the strength of this team being the defensive line and how deep they are, I expect a Zach Kerr. I expect a DJ Jones. I expect a Kentavious street, even though he's Mm -hmm. more of a pass rusher. Mm -hmm. I expect those guys to anchor the inside of that defensive line a little bit better. Um, We said our defensive line is better. Then their offensive line. Well, their yes. offensive line came in to prove that, mm-hmm. you know, don't don't sleep on us. You know, <laughs> we'll move you guys around. And really, we only need to give a little bit of space for our running backs to hit the hole. And once they hit that hole, they're going to pick up 8, 9, 10, 12, 15 yards. Um, and they did that a lot. So um, we definitely we have to clean that up. And Absolutely. If 10-wall <laughs> isn't available next week, Those other guys have to step up and have to provide the anchor that we need.
0: See, this is the issue. This is the stuff I was talking about in camp. This is why our, our second string offensive line, which is what these guys were beating up on, See, we don't want to talk about that. Like, we we, we, like, oh, our defensive line is juice, man. They ain't getting around. <laughs> they were playing against second, third, fifth, right. players, man. I was mm-hmm. trying to tell y'all, don't, don't like, and so this is probably why we went with like 10 or 11 dudes, not just because mm-hmm. we didn't want them to go to other teams and they could be starters on other teams because we need to figure out the rotational pieces because, no, we didn't expect Javon Kinlaw to be missing, but he is. And now Zach Curry up to par? No, not Zach at all. He's a run-stuffer. Not a sack guy. Not a, not a pass rusher. You got pass-rushing DTs and run-stuffing DTs. In my opinion, DeForest Buckner was a pass-rushing DT. That's why we moved him along, got some capital, and drafted a run-stuffing uh, DT. And this is where Ken Law comes into play. Him being hurt is detrimental. Speaking of hurt, I do want to get back to these injuries because we have plenty of them. We did not even touch on Raheem Mostert's. You already know that Jason Verez out for the season. We talked about replacing him. Raheem Mostert's knee, guys. 8 weeks. When did this happen? On what play did Raheem Mostert limp to the sideline like his leg was broken, shaking and twisting kind of like he was smoking, y'all know nothing about the Humpty dance. <laughs> <laughs> Raheem Mostert, Dre Greenlaw, groin. We saw him come out of the game. Mm-hmm. He scored, got his ankle kind of like, you know, stepped stepped on, yeah. but, you know, nicked up or whatever. He should play against Philly. Key word, should. Linebacker Marcel Harris has an oblique, but he should play against Philly. This is reported by our guy, Matt Burrows. Uh, like, what are we going to do with these injuries, y'all? To these players, do should... Let's start with Raheem Mostert, guys. He's he's gonna be out eight weeks. I saw a video by a doctor that I don't even want to rediscuss from a from a specialist that felt like the 49ers are sugarcoating what's really going on. And this particular specialist doctor said there's a possibility if if the the knee. It is what they're saying. It is. It's a possibility. He may not play football again. Now he's gonna have to get surgery, but there's a possibility that the screws in the knee mm-hmm. might not reform. That special type of stuff that's supposed to be connecting the knee bone to the gap. And no, I'm just playing, but the, you know what I'm trying to say. Like the, that cartilage, if it doesn't reform, then that's not good for him and his bones. And guess what sets in? This thing called it starts with an A. And he's too young to begin arthritis. Right. But this might be, you know, uh, he from the doctor, he was saying there's only one football player that's had this particular type of uh, issue that has recovered from that and has gone on to be good. And that is, you know, Travis Kelsey from the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. But then they play different positions. And so, like, what are your thoughts on Raheem Mostert? Let's start with McCole. I haven't heard from him for a minute.
3: What's called on Raheem is uh, for me it it's a tough loss, especially the um, speed he has in our O line that create gaps uh, for him. I really think that um, it's really tough because he keeps on getting this knee knee pain in his knee, and um, that's basically clears up my Raheem. I just really want him to come back, get that knee back uh, healthy, and hopefully uh, he heals up from the problem.
0: All right. L- L- PG, <laughs> we saw Elijah Mitchell. So we know what Jermichael Hasty can do. We've seen what he can do in the real game. He's done it before. Your boy Trey Sherman should be back at some point. Let me ask you this. If those guys are balling out, and Raheem is ready to go week eight, week nine, week ten, week six, week seven, who knows? Um, if he's ready to go, like what are your like what are your thoughts? Are you going to put him on a pitch count? Or do you feel like you'll give him that full throttle? This is why I also said that he shouldn't be a starting running back. Exactly. I was but, gonna
2: say that. That um that is why that we felt like that Mosterd should not be a starting running back because he's already been injured and when when you know you keep having these nagging injuries you know they can just lead to something major and that's why i i like did not want him to to be that i mean he's he's always you know there's always like something nagging him even though you know he he'll, he'll go out there and play but there's always these nagging things i i do i do not believe that when he comes back that he will will go full throttle. I definitely believe that if he does make it back, I think that it will be on a pitch count. And I think when he, like he when he comes back, he will not be the number one back. Like he won't be. Um, we also have Jeff Wilson that's supposed to come back this year um, around that same time. Isn't, isn't that when 49ers are supposed to get Wilson back? Around yes. that time?
0: I said he could be back in between weeks six through eight.
2: Right. So, I mean, you know, because I had thought, you know, the 49ers going to go out and and try to, you know, just get, you know, just for depth, like a couple of running backs to kind of, you know, maybe move to the practice squad or whatever, um, just in case. But I don't know, because I forgot that uh, Wilson should be back in a few weeks. And I just think, in my opinion, that I'm not going to say the 49ers need to move on from Mostert. But I am going to say that um, you're right what you were saying about this knee. It's just I think this is something that has been, you know, that it's been building. I mean, because it was his knee. Wasn't it his knee during camp or something like that, that, that he was having a problem with his knee in camp?
0: I can't remember what he tweaked in camp.
2: Yeah, right. it, um, I can't remember either. But I just remember that they were acting like, oh, it's no big deal. You know, it's fine and now he has this more serious issue.
0: So, But see, know. it's weird to me because that last preseason game, the dress rehearsal, he was killing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. I know. He didn't look like anything was wrong. Mm-mm. And he looked bigger, stronger, mm-hmm. and faster. Yeah. I'm confused. I, I'm, I'm confused. Mo's his wife put out a tweet. It was like one of those type of tweets. I don't know if you got a chance to see it. But she put out a tweet basically like <laughs> like like kind of calm, like like not understanding the 49ers fan base because they were sending like death threats to him and all this kind of stuff and and like like I just want you to address the fans man like what do you want to say to us like like, like that's a, this, like this is this is part of what I was talking about before that's why I asked. You. like yo these
1: are people bro Yes, they're football players. Yes, they play for our favorite team. Yes, we have expectations from them. But real talk, can 98% of y'all do what the Raheem Monster does on a day-in, day-out basis, injured or not? Can you get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and be in the gym grinding? After that, can you be in a coach's meeting room going over a playbook? Understanding calls, understanding protection schemes. Can can you? I know. Can you? Can 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 you run twenty three miles per hour? Definitely not. Can you take Can you take a tackle from a six foot four, two hundred and fifty pound linebacker, or a six foot six, three hundred and twenty pound defensive tackle? I'm willing to try. But but (laughs) but sorry. (laughs) What you want to send? What yeah. you want to send? Death threats? Because he's yeah. getting—he got injured. Yeah,
0: yeah. like, like what you said.
1: What you said the other day, breezy makes so much sense. It's football. People are going to get
0: injured every week. I don't get it. This is a contact sport. Hundred percent injury. Hundred one hundred percent. Like you have to accept that mantra. <laughs> This and, um, and, and, uh, and, and, and it's crazy in a contact sport, there are still non-contact injuries.
1: <laughs> <laughs> how did How did Jarek McKinnon tear his ACL? I get non-contact. it. Contact. Yeah. How did J.K. Dobbins this year tear his ACL? Exactly. Non- non-contact. non-contact. Was Jason
0: Voretz yeah. ACL tear contact? I don't no, think so. He was backpedaling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He fell down. Yeah. Non-contact. Man. When he got so, up, so you can always
1: there's always the potential to get injured, right? But I, what what us as fans really need to understand, these players don't owe us nothing, right? They know they don't, yeah, they don't owe us anything, yeah. And and if they do owe us something, they try to give it to us every Sunday, mm-hmm. no, no no no, every weekend they try to give it to us. Every they try day? to give us a great show, right? When we show up to the games, especially us faithful, whether it's at Levi's or whether it's on the road, they -hmm. appreciate that. Yeah, they always talk about the sea of red that they see on away games, and that they love when the faithful are in the stands. So they're appreciative of us. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: But going as far to
2: write a death threat—that's what got me. That that
0: right there. Yeah,
2: (laughs) the thing the thing is is that. it was some faithful. It was also just the people that had mostert on their fantasy team. I think it was more about the fantasy side of it, fantasy football it side I don't, of it. I don't no, care, no, I don't no, care no, no, no.
1: But what, I don't care if it's no, no, fantasy I don't care if it's fantasy. Write right. me that threat. I want you to.
2: Right, right. But the reason why I said that is because people were saying that it was just the um, 49er fans, and it wasn't. It was also like
0: people that had him on that fantasy well, here, team. Well, here's the thing, PG. That were DM here's hearts. the thing. It was 49er fans. Yeah, it, it was. Not have been any 49er fans? Do you get what I'm saying? Right. Got if you. Anybody should show that should show compassion. It should be 49er right. fans. Right. That's my beef. Right? Like show some freaking compassion, and then. Like no, I don't agree with her putting it out there in the world. I, I felt like maybe she could have, like you know, just kept that and tried to find a way to diffuse that situation a little bit differently. But she's frustrated, so I'm not mad at her. I'm not mad but at her why, sharing that. Well, but why should she have to keep that? She shouldn't. I just think, no. we, me personally, I don't. Op- I wouldn't open up my world to personal stuff. That's my personal. Thing.
1: But but here, but that's the
0: thing. Their world is already opened up. Because hear, he's a football I hear, player. I hear, because his, his name what, is known. His, his world is opened up, but she doesn't have to. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, no, no, no that's to, his wife. They're one. But They're, for that's me, a unit. For, but for for me, my personal thing is. Like whether my world is open, I still only allow you allow what I want to feed out to the to the to the world. I know you can go and grab something if you want and put it out there. And I got to try to defend it and and do all that type of stuff, because that's the doggy dog world we live in. I just feel like from from a standpoint, I don't disagree with what she did. I'm just saying, like me personally, I would have tried to find another way to kind of just like release my anger, release my delf That's that's me. Like, everybody's different. You might handle it differently. I'm not telling you she shouldn't have did that. I'm just saying, me personally, I just would have been like, you know what, babe? We got to figure something out. This ain't cool. I'm not feeling this. I don't like this 100%. Like, I need to get something off my chest. But tell me what I need to do, So, because I want to get this out. Me personally, I would have just been like, look, you know what, babe? They stupid. Let's just chill. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never hurt me. That's my motto. Everybody don't live by that. Everybody is different and I respect it. On another note, I don't respect disrespectful people. And that, my friend, is the issue. And so when you start sending death threats, this guy got a family. And you're sending death threats to a guy that got
1: injured? And see, that's why I live by the opposite model that you live by. Okay. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words Words will get you hurt. They do hurt. They do hurt. No, no, no,
0: no, no. Words will get you hurt. Say the wrong thing. And words will get you hurt. I feel you, but then, then, but then, I don't know, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm. Listen, I, I'll deal I, with the consequences after that, right? And I get it. I
3: but see, and, and, I've been, I've been in so cause, many cause,
0: consequential cause, situations, bro.
1: No, but, uh, but let's 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 flip it. Let's flip it. If some if some if somebody sent your wife,
0: mm-hmm. who
1: was on a, a a national platform and they knew her name, mm-hmm. if somebody sent Mrs. Breezy a mm-hmm. death threat. Mm-hmm. You still going, babe? They, they just crazy. They just talk. No, because I tell you this: can't here, nobody here, send my here, can't here, nobody here, send my wife nothing.
0: Hear, hear if me if you up. can't if you can't send her a love letter, you definitely can't send my wife a death threat. Because now see, I'm coming. But see, I but me not saying something publicly don't mean I ain't coming for your ass, bro. I move in silence and violence, my guy. So no, but I'm saying, I'm, birthday, I'm but you I, just I still gonna go after the. Yeah, I'm still right. going after that I person. Put it but I'm
1: also in- no, but I'm also coming publicly to let you know that you this can. is not what we going for. But you you can, and that's your so, thing. So that so that everybody else knows that after I deal
0: with this individual, yeah. don't, this- don't 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 come for me no more. I, and I got you. But there's Twitter thugs and there's non Twitter thugs, and I just happen to be the guy that's going to just show up to your doorstep. Like I'm not going to talk about it. I'm gonna be about it, and then right. after I might post it. Like you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm petty like that, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm not saying she's wrong. This this is not a she's wrong issue. I'm I'm more upset at us. Yeah, for sure. I'm not even mad at the people that got him on the fantasy. I'm mad as freak too. I why did I move my tweet? Why did I start him? Like I never start Forty Nine er players. It ain't even got nothing to do with him. That's just my motto. But I just felt against the Detroit Lions, he was about to have a First of all, this motherfucker was averaging 10 yards a carry. You can't tell me nothing. He was about to cook. He was about to cook. He -hmm. was about to cook. Yes, he was. Anything you want. Yes, he was. I didn't even see the injury. I can't even tell you what play he got hurt. Yeah. He had two carries. You tell me which play he got hurt. I have to go back and watch it. So all I'm saying is we can say things and, and there's, there's certain, I feel like being in the public view, you're going to say stuff and being in the public view, you're going to have to receive things. And, and then there's a line of denarcation and that's what you're talking about. When you come right. for my wife, I'm coming for your head. I got you, bro. I'm with you 100%. That ain't going to happen in this household, your household. That ain't going to happen to any of y'all. Right. Shout out to JV. You know, any one of y'all I'm coming because we family. And that goes right. for everybody out there watching. When I say we family, it's a big, it's a, I really mean that. So y'all yeah, got to understand that. But all I'm saying is I'm not a social media thug. I ain't going to talk. I ain't coming at, so I, ain't, I ain't setting myself up to come at you on some social media stuff, yo. If you just see three, three people at your house in a big, in, in a car or whatever, just just run. Like, that's just what it is. Cause right. It's gonna happen. Because right. I just know people. So, uh, so. So, at the end of the day, that's not called for. We all believe that that man. was wrong. 49 of fans, we got to do better. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, we could be upset. We can say, dang, he always injury pro. We could say all of those things, but don't send the death threats.
2: Yeah.
0: That's crossing the line. That's right. That's man. crossing the line. Like, the this dude got a family, just had a baby. Y'all was just bigging him up for having a baby during COVID. Now, you mad? I'm sorry, yo. Uh, we got much – how is it – we've been on the show for an hour and 12 minutes we ain't talked about – like, you, you You know what? We did talk about the game. We broke down what we liked, what we didn't like. But I, I want to talk about this rumor right here because this is a rumor and then we got a super chat from our man John V. Before we even read this about this rumor, let's talk to John V. Yo, family, I love the panel. He's got a question for everybody. Real quick, and let's get to this real quick. How well did you all feel about uh D'Amico – collectively like what he did collectively as a dc would that defense have looked any different under sala let's go ahead and get his contribution and let's let's answer that real quick and then we'll get back to the rich sherman rumor We'll start with makoa
3: um i feel like D'Amico ryan's defense did similar i mean, did similar things as um, robert sala but put little cakes into it like Um, didn't Robert Sala usually like blitz a lot, but now we're like, I mean, we do blitz, but it has his own D'Amico Ryan's kick to it. Um, we, um, what defense have looked any different under Sala? I feel like that's a no because it really looks similar in my opinion.
0: That's a good opinion. Anybody else want to touch on that?
3: I think D'Amico did okay. Um,
1: Obviously, he's a defensive player who used to play in this league, but this is his first time as a coordinator. Mm-hmm. So him putting a game plan together, um him you know scheming up something, and then him having to be able to react to what the offense is scheming against his defense. Um, uh, we gotta understand that, you know he's a rookie right now as well when it comes to defensive play calling. Would the defense look different under Salah? Absolutely, because this would have mm-hmm. been Salah's fifth year, fourth year, fifth year. With yeah. this particular defense, um, so he has that familiarity. He has you know, that experience with making calls and then making those adjustments. Right. So I think we have to give D'Amico some time to get his rhythm with making calls and making adjustments on the fly. Yes. Let's not discredit the offensive coordinator on that Detroit Lions side. Anthony Lennon's is a very, very seasoned coach in this league. Very he much was so. a head coach for the Chargers. I think he got a raw deal, although he got fired. He did help them, you know, get better. And then also, like I said, he's a seasoned coach in this league uh, at, at play calling, at designing, at scheming up, at making adjustments. So this is D'Amico's first shot. Let's give him some more time to find what his real rhythm is. So let's let's see him get more in-game adjustments, you know,
3: at halftime, coming out of halftime. I think we'll be all right.
0: McCoy?
3: I want to add on to what Mo said. Uh, I feel like um, uh, when Robert Sala got here, he had to take some time to get in rhythm with the defense, and then let's sh- and then y'all saw it towards the end where our defense was just killing it. I feel like that's gonna go look the same with D'Amico Ryan's.
0: Yeah, man, like like guys need time to adjust. We're gonna be bringing in new players. I don't expect them to be locked down cornerbacks. <laughs> First of all, mm-hmm. they were never locked down cornerbacks. Second of all, I don't expect him to ever become a lockdown quarterback, but I do expect him to adjust and make plays. <laughs> like, right? Like, you know, don't give up the big plays. Hey, that's what you see from our defense. Like, that's what you saw with Sala. Hey, you go, all I saw was us get beat underneath. That's not not Sala like. And like, that's all Sala. That's all Sala. I didn't see, did the linebackers blitz any most? I, I didn't, I don't remember seeing any blitzes from the linebackers. I didn't see- I think they were worried about
1: Hawkinson.
0: Did you see what I'm saying? <laughs> And, and and so i i get it it was let's see what the front the front can do if they get home they get home we're gonna play coverage we're gonna worry about how, how they chewed us up underneath let's just call mm-hmm. it – they chewed us up underneath matter of fact i got stats for underneath and then we'll get to that super super chat but they like team stat wise i thought i thought we were good all right. They had 10 more first downs, not six or seven. They had 10 more first downs. And I'm going to tell you right now, they were getting first downs all night long. Yep. We're getting points, but they were getting first downs, right, all night long. They had 19 to our 13. They had eight to our six. They're leading. We are three for nine on, on third. We didn't go for it on fourth. They went for it tw- uh, they, well, five times and they got it twice. Hit eighty four total plays, but look at the, our, look at the total yards and that like that right there let me know that the 49ers were getting chunky plays you got to add in that one joint you know from from Jimmy to Debo speaking of Jimmy played to in my opinion really good um I thought Jimmy was was really good at at quarterback and commanding whatever. And I'm going to for the first time say that Jimmy Garoppolo commanded his team into the to the he was taking he was leading his team to victory to seal the deal. And something happened. All right, (laughs) (laughs) right exactly. Um, it was it was it was neck and neck, man. Three eleven to three fourteen. We were eighteen for twenty six. They were thirty eight for fifty seven. They clearly did a lot of more stuff. Right. I want to get to the time of possession. I think that's important at the end. They had an interception. Yo, we won the turnover battle, guys. Even though we had a fumble and they mm-hmm. got it. It was one to one. It All was right. one to one. All right. Uh we were sacked once. No, for two games. to one. Who had two? Oh, the, they had the fumble, two. The fumble we had on one. the first drive. We had an interception. Thank you, most.
1: Yep. The fumble on the first drive and then Debo's fumble. So they got two turnovers.
0: Ah! forgot about that one even though i just said it happened right here's the rushing attempts and this is where we we kind of took over they started feeding Elijah Mitchell because he was just he was just gone and here's the key like that time of possession i got to get rid of that super chat can we bring that super chat combo uh, comment back up can we get rid of it and then bring it back up all right just hold on to it um we were two for two in the red zone can we can we give ourselves a round of applause oh. like?
3: <laughs> oh, did, they,
0: did they count Kittle as a fumble too? When they, no, that can't. That couldn't have been a fumble, right? So All where's right? the third fumble? That that's the fumble. The I off- guess that must have been, it. That's that the must
2: off- have been it.
0: Yeah, that had to be it. So so we they won the turnover battle. They won it when we still won the game. Look at that time of possession though. They had the ball for eleven more minutes. Mm-hmm. Eleven more minutes. And just think. Just think that the score should not have been what the score was at at the end of the game. Uh -uh. You know what I'm saying? Like, it should not have been that. Like, and we still, you know, it it looked like an easy breezy type of win, right? Like an easy breezy victory, man. Kyle Shanahan. like. I'm I i would A-OK for him pulling out his guys. I would have been A-OK if we had that lane and there were no injuries. He was pulling out guys, letting them get a breather, let the young guys come in. But the moment stuff started slipping and, and tripping, I think Kyle would have put those suckers right back in, which is what he did, which is what he did. I know you were talking about D'Amico Ryan. Can you pull up Denise's comment again, please, on her contribution? We want to give her props for that. Um, I just want to touch on D'Amico. I, I like him. I don't like his, I didn't like the style of pre defense we were playing, but I've seen worse from Salah. Like, I've seen it before. Like, McCoy hit the nail on the head. He, he looked kind of like Robert Sala. I don't think we saw much of D'Amico Ryan's. And I think as the season goes along, because the season, we got a long way to go, guys. We want to know we got to win, uh, like, 16 more games. Okay, we got a long way to go. They didn't give. He didn't give us. He didn't give it all. There were no. And my difference. thing. And my thing
1: is this. Uh, tagging on to your point, if we're up thirty-eight to ten, why is the assumption not? Kyle went to him and said, "We got a comfortable lead. Mm-hmm. Go, go to go, you, to, go to, go to, go to the shell." Now don't, you know damn well Kyle went it. up. You know, you know, <laughs> Kyle and, went up to and, him and, and said, "Look, and we, we we good right now. Don't give him everything. Go to the shell." Save it for next week if we
0: need it. If Kyle Shanahan – and we're going to hear from Kyle in a second. If Kyle Shanahan told Robert Sala to start Brian Hill over Keller Witherspoon, (laughs) I know daggone well he went to him and said, listen, man. (laughs) Let's read this contribution. Shout out to Denise. She gets the air horn. Uh, thank you so much. She says, Moes is spitting 100% facts. Thank you, Moes, for spitting those facts, man. Fans are losing their minds. Think some fans must have PTSD. The hate needs to stop. I don't understand the hate and I don't even want to raise my voice to go back to that. I got a few weddings this weekend. I, I, I got to say my voice, but... It is, it, it, that, that is who we are as a people, as a cult, co- like just, just people. Like it's easier to hate than it is to congratulate. I, I, I'm, I'm starting to come to that fruition, you know, you know, give people their flowers now. But nah, they want to wait till you're dead. And then they want to be like, oh my gosh, this was the best person in the world. Nah. Nah, haters. That's how we are. Um, but we got to do better. And that's my thing. I think, I think we're going to do better. We can start doing better right here on this show. Too, by the way. And for everybody that's tuned in, thank you. And everybody that's watching, thank you. And everybody that's going to watch later, thank you. But we can start right now by just being better human beings. And, you know, I don't know if any of you guys are believers, but Jesus didn't go around, you know, he just, he just did, he, he was just Jesus. So either you was going to get with it or you wasn't. He didn't go around promoting it. He just was like, this is who I am. Either you're going to watch and be like who I am or you're not. Let's be who we, we need to be, and let other peoples follow suit. The world is crazy. I love everybody out there, unless you come for family. That's when that's when it gets crazy. That's when Breezy goes back into the old 90s, Breezy. And we don't want that. All right. So let's keep this show going, man. You guys are amazing, guys. I truly appreciate you. Look, 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 look. I, I, there's some rumors going around about this doghouse. And we got Brandon Ayuk. We got Trey Sermon And are they in Kyle Shanahan's Doghouse Let's start with Peachy Let's go with Moe's and then we'll go with Makoa I think that
2: I think that they are In Kyle's doghouse I really believe in that Ayuk is definitely In Kyle's doghouse I believe with Trey I think that Uh He's just not as far along, I guess, as they wanted him to be, Boom. which means which means that he is is also Boom. in the doghouse as well.
0: Boo! I will say it one more time. Boo! Go ahead, Peachy. You got it. That's all I had to say. I'm good. I hear you. I love she's <laughs> she's sticking up for that Ohio State guy, I mean, <laughs> I, and I res- I respect it. Uh, Moe's doghouse. It's a real thing.
1: Oh, uh, it, it's definitely a real thing when it comes to Kyle Shanahan. Um, and I heard something earlier. Um, shout out to Vish Kumar. I heard him uh, on Grant Cole on Mondays with Vish, um, and he said that it, seemed, it it's obvious because they say that Ayuk was was nursing an injury, but he was healthy enough for you to put him out there on punt return. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the the issue is with Ayuk's maturation and that he hasn't quite matured into the player that they want him to be yet. And yeah, there's this issue of him wanting to contribute and him wanting to be on punt returns. But this is Kyle saying, Do you want to be a punt returner or do you want to be a wide receiver? And why did most of the me? snaps and why listen, why did most of the snaps and why did most of the targets Go to Trent Sherfield
3: mm-hmm. because
1: they brought Trent Sherfield in to be a special teamer, but Trent Sherfield wants to be a wide receiver.
0: Kyle, right. like, he's proven that. This got to stop, guys. I'm well, sorry.
1: Do you think that's not possible for Kyle Shanahan? I know, I do. That's my point.
0: This, this this guy wants to be a receiver, right. so I'm gonna show you what a player who wants to be a receiver what he gets. Vish, if you, I gotta go back and watch this. This is crazy. Because that is Kyle Shanahan like. Yo, when I heard it, I was like, yo. hmm Yo, my brain got juices like, flowing right now. Like, yeah. Like,
1: that's like, true. Kyle, like he doesn't have to say it. I'ma prove it to you by you getting no targets. hmm When you should be our number two, if not our right. number one. Exactly. You're you are our best pass catching receiver. Debo is great. Facts, but Debo does a lot of other stuff.
0: Facts, those are facts. You're a better route runner than Debo. That's a fact. You have better hands than Debo. That's a fact. And he still go up and you you go up and catch the you go up and catch the ball at its highest point. Wait, 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 because Debo does that too. He does it, but I think Ayuk does it a little push. bit better. That's a push. That's a push. I gave two facts to Brandon Ayuk. That's a push right there. The third
1: one, a push. Okay, well, I'll take that. I'll take the third one being a push. But you could arguably say, if he can put that together consistency, consistently, mm-hmm. he could be our number one receiver. And maybe, guess what? We just got two really good receivers who could be number ones on any other team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But because I, I, you want to do all of this other stuff and... From a maturation standpoint, you're not really showing me that this is what mm-hmm. you want to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let me show you what the guy who came in here and said, Yo, I just want to work.
0: <laughs> All right. I I don't want anybody else to talk. I, I gotta makoa. Should Kyle Shanahan be that way? Like, is Kyle Shanahan Kyle Shanahan is acting very Jim Harbaugh ish right now. If you don't understand what I'm going with this. Should he be that way? Or should he just? Is that, in other words, is that going to cripple the team in some way?
3: I don't think it will cripple the team. I just feel like uh, Kyle and his doghouse mentality wants better for his players. I honestly think that. And then for right for Trace uh, Sermon and Brandon, Ayuk, those are capable players. Uh, and like really good players, but he wants more dog in him and them, I should say. But I feel like it really depends on how the players react to that doghouse mentality. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I didn't really see
2: that, that, uh, that the players had any kind of problem with that. I think they're gravitating towards Sheffield. I think that uh, Trent Sheffield said, that I want to be a receiver. Hell, I want to be a top receiver on this 49ers team. So he put in the work in the offseason. That's all we started hearing about was, oh, wow, look at Trent, Trent Sherfield out here doing this and doing that and all this stuff. And all of a sudden, he became a name on the 49ers. Now, you guys watched yesterday. Trey Lance wasn't the only one that was having that chemistry with Sherfield. Garoppolo was having that chemistry with him as well. Then I'm telling you, Trent Sherfield is coming for them spots. He wants to to be one of the top receivers because he's going to work hard for it. He's going to do what he needs to do. He's already put it in, and it's not going unnoticed. And that's what Kyle is trying to prove. Kyle is trying to say, here's somebody who wants it. He really wants it. He's putting in everything that that we need him to do and then some so that he can get that. And that's why you got people outside of the 49ers that are – are starting to notice Trent Sherfield as well and to make these comments. And I made a proclamation that I believe that Trent Sherfield is going to wind up being one of the top receivers in the national football league before it's all said and done, because he's special. He, his, his hands are great. His mentality is great and he's willing to learn and he's willing to get better and better and better. And what you saw yesterday is just the beginning of what Sherfield is going to be like. And I, you needed to do what he needed to do because apparently he didn't. And that's why we're in this position that we're in right now. You always have someone who's looking over your shoulder to take that position away from you, which means that you cannot get comfortable. Kyle has made it known. He makes it known all the time. All these spots are up for grabs. People think that he's just talking like he's being serious. Like he's going to have the best players out there on the field at all times. It doesn't matter who it is. It does not matter. He is going to have them out there. So Ayuk needs to um, step up and do what he needs to do and take this as a teachable moment where somebody can come in and take your job. Don't be comfortable because you and Debo are, are just chilling up there and you know that everything's solid because it's not. Because now you got Trent Sherfield breathing down your neck.
0: Look, I ain't. Trent Sherfield would never be better than Brandon Ayuk. I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna come out here and say that Brandon Ayuk, though, has injury issues. And I don't know what's wrong with his hamstrings and his legs, but they just not right. Them rubber bands ain't popping pop properly. And so I don't know. Um, I'm not saying that he was shelved because of of hammies because that make that makes no sense. That that there's no way we can fathom that Kyle Shanahan because this dude just returned a punt, right? Um, so it sounds. And he like, wasn't on the injury report. And, and he definitely wasn't right. on the injury report, but we do know he didn't really participate in camp either. Whereas Trent Sherfield, like Peachy said, he was he was coming for that number one spot. I think on another but Niners show, I said Trent Sherfield might be number two, because mm-hmm. I always say Debo is number one. Mm-hmm. And then you know they said, well, he can never be number two because he wasn't drafted, and blah blah blah. I'm like, what? <laughs> but he's actually putting in the work to be that next guy up it's next man mentality right and so if Brandon Ayuk isn't ready to go and so when I say he can't be better than Brandon I mean Brandon has certain features physically that he can do that Trent Sherfield would never ever be able to do catching the ball is one thing but there's there's different things Brandon Ayuk can do different things I watched him hurdle a guy standing up like I I I, in Philly I, I guarantee you he plays in Philly though guarantee i have to if he wants that spot but and, and if you look exactly. at it you
1: talk about kyle and his
0: ego he does ego. have an ego. who
1: who are who are the players that are always in his doghouse
0: wide receivers and cornerbacks
1: and, and it's it's the more more specifically it's the guys that he pounded the table for because yeah. didn't he want to didn't he want to trade up for Dante Pettis
0: yeah, I hear what you're saying, but there's no did, way you can compare he, there's no way. to trade up with IU? There's no way you could compare He did want no, IU. Here there's did no he, way you're did, comparing Dante didn't Pettis to Brandon. Did he, didn't didn't he, he want to trade up for Trey Sermon? There's no way you can compare Dante Pettis and the I'm not I'm not I'm not comparing production I'm not comparing wise they're different though.
1: The, no, I'm not comparing the the, the player production. I'm comparing the mentality that Kyle has with the guys that
0: he pounded the table for. Yeah. But that, that, that's stupid because no, it's not. Cause if, if, if I, not you're stupid, I'm saying Kyle Shanahan is stupid. No, 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 no. If, if I see something in you, if I, if I
1: see the potential in you and I want you on my team because I see that potential and you're not living up
0: to that potential, that's going to piss me off because yeah, but- I know that you're capable of doing it. But the, but so so here hear me out. Brandon Ayuk could have been a thousand-yard wide receiver last year. Yeah. Dr. Pettis could have never been that. Brandon Ayuk, we don't know what he's lacking, because we don't know what went down in camp. We just know, according to injury reports, he had hammy issues, right? He always has some type of hamstring issue. But we did see him catch some passes in camp, and it looked amazing. Caught something from Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, whatever. But Trent Shearfield's stock just kept going up and up and up mm-hmm. because when you miss your spot, when you miss time, that's what happens. Guys are looking to come. They're putting in the work, like Peachy said, like you said. They're putting in this work. I just don't feel like Kyle Shanahan. I feel like this is all ego, bro. And at some point, ego's got to be checked. You don't want your players coming in with egos like the Deion Sanders and the Terrell Owens, but the coaches can have egos? That's not, that's not a – No, I, I completely agree with you. Kyle's ego does need to be checked. Okay.
1: But he only does this with the players that, that he you, pounds the, that table he the table for. If, it, if, it's, if it's a player that he doesn't want or that he doesn't see potential in, that he wasn't really pounding the table for, like, yo, we need to trade up for this guy. This mm-hmm. guy, in my scheme, I know he'll be great. If it's not that tight, you don't hear anything about him being in the doghouse. He just won't play, or he
2: right. won't make the team, right? Just like Joe. What was it, Joe? Joe Williams. Kyle, right. Kyle wanted him, and and hated even be asking questions about for the media because they was like raking him over the coals about it, and you know he was just gone because he was like, yeah, you know, it's, you know
0: and yeah. I and I think, it was a mistake.
2: I, think, I messed right. up, <laughs> right? And
1: that and that Joe Williams situation exactly it could could be another thing that's molding. Yeah. This attitude from Kyle mm-hmm. where any player that he pounds the table for that he really, really wants because he sees the potential in his scheme and he gets them there. It, it's kind of like, yo, I, 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 I went to bat for you.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I, I argue, John, I argued the scouts down for you. Now you're making me look bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're making me look like I don't know what I'm talking about because yeah. I had faith for you to come into this system and thrive. But we're and now talking you're not about doing a
0: guy it. that's producing. Like, it's not like Brendan Joe Williams ain't produced itch, and Dante Pettis gave us some nice scoring plays, but that's about it. I know that it's preseason, but I, you didn't look that hot in preseason, though. I know that
2: it's preseason, but he missed quite a few because balls in preseason.
0: So, so maybe this is pass drops, doghouse. It might be. Maybe this doghouse. is what this is. Because I, mean, I don't know off the top of my head because I only know he dropped that one. But Deebo dropped passes and he's not in the doghouse. did, that's true. So that we can throw that out. It's got to be something else if he's in the doghouse. Shout out to John for the Super Chat contribution. We love you too, baby. All right, listen, we got a lot more show to get through and we got to get through it. But let's hear from Kyle Shanahan because he spoke about, the you know, what kind of like happened in this game and kind of like, him taking the foot off the gas. Let's see what he has.
1: Yeah, I think I did too. You know, anytime you give a team a chance to get back in the game like that, you know, it starts with me. But um, when that happened in JV, I think about a seven-minute mark. Uh, think, I think, and mean, I know I came became too concerned with protecting our guys as a, as opposed to doing whatever you take got to do to win. And what you got to do to win is play every single down, like it's the last down the whole game. And um, got a little caught up in that when we lost JV, but
0: um, unfortunately we were able to pull it out. Yeah, you got to do whatever it takes to win, and so you guys were earlier. We were talking about pulling out your starters, at a comfortable enough lead. Um, is that whatever it takes to win? No, like I get that, I get the motto. I'm, I'm, I, I'm cool with it. But in my opinion, do you feel like Kyle did whatever it took to win? Like, do you think he could have gave more, or maybe he just didn't want to? But far as far as offense. We knew that the defense was going to get gas because a lot of them didn't play in the preseason <laughs> and and uh-huh. have training camp. So you knew that you knew the pass rush at some point was going to slack off, right? Um, but on the offensive side, their offensive line was amazing. Let me tell you how amazing the offensive line was. Let's see if I can click on the right one. Nope. Yep. First of all, look at our look at our highest PFF players reported by uh, David Lombardi from PFF. It was Nick Bosa on the defensive end, and it was. Trent Williams on the offensive end. When I tell you that this offensive line was amazing, look at the pressures that they didn't allow from the starting offensive line. Not not people that came in because Jimmy was pressured like five or six times or something like that. But this is the starting line. Zero, 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 one, and one. There were a total of two pressures and zero quarterback hits with this particular line and how does the line not get enough credit? Why is the line being overshadowed? Is this what was expected? Uh, let's hear from Makoa and then Mose.
3: Um, I feel like it's the lines being uh, overshadowed because, and not getting enough credit because it's not, uh, they, I think, The people who are overshadowing it, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, it's not like wide receivers, corners, free safeties, the secondary, the uh, DNs where they make play after play after play, flashy plays, plays there, but the online doing the dirty work. It's like, it's like saying us, like, for instance, like a center, uh, he might not get. He might not get the credit but he's doing the dirty work to help the team to try to win the game.
0: Alex Mack was amazing.
3: It was fantastic.
0: I don't know if he has sweaty balls. Jimmy had a
2: lot of of time to throw to go through his progressions. I yes. really yeah. did.
0: That's all Alex he Mack. Did. That's that's right. all Mack. Saying hey that's right. Hey slide to the right. Slide mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike This guy you can this. definitely
2: tell a difference. Yeah. You can definitely tell a difference, just even in that first game.
0: Yeah. I Absolutely. Did. most thoughts on the O-line, man. Like, they performed. The starting offensive line performed really well. Even the backups that came in mm-hmm. performed really well. Jimmy was sacked. I felt like that, even though it was on the right side, it was like a weird sack. It wasn't a, a regular sack in my, yeah. in my eyes. What are your thoughts on the O-line?
1: I think – Again, I go back to what I said earlier about the fan base not being happy with anything. I think the reason why the offensive line is being overshadowed or an afterthought from this game is simply because of the last seven minutes. What happened at the last seven minutes of that game is the highlight of we were up big, we had this huge lead, and we almost gave it away. Mm -hmm. That is the headline, Mm -hmm. not... Jimmy being efficient, throwing for over three hundred yards in a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Not Raheem Mostert before going down, averaging ten yards a carry, and then Elijah Mitchell coming in. It looked like we didn't Oof. lose a beat in the running mm-hmm. game. And I and real talk, I think we got one in Elijah Mitchell. And I think we got round, one. Yeah. Shout out to shout out to Bobby T and his eye for running backs because I think we got one
0: with Elijah Mm -hmm. Mitchell. Check out what Josh Moe says on on Twitter. 49er, six-round pick Elijah Mitchell is first rookie since the merger, drafted in round four later to rush for 100-plus yards in a season opener. All right? Uh, Previous high was 96 for a six-rounder Alfred Morris in 2012 for Washington versus New Orleans with Kyle Shanahan Mm as the offensive coordinator and Bobby Turner – that's right back. <laughs> mm-hmm. So since you mentioned Bobby, I thought we'd throw up some love, man, because
1: Absolutely. So we got right. one. So I think all of the positives are being overshadowed by seven minutes of football. But this offensive line is is absolutely great.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, at least they were great week one. Right. And this this is a, a good foundation to build on for the rest of the year. We got this Eagles defensive line coming up on Sunday. We saw what they did to us last year. That's the reason why we lost the game. In my opinion, the Eagles defensive line single-handedly took over that game last year against us. Now it's going to be a little bit of a different story with this offensive line as it's constructed. I love seeing that McGlinchey only gave up one pressure Mm -hmm. because that showed me that – he took his craft of being an offensive lineman and not just a run blocker, but also pass protection. He took that seriously in the offseason. Right. As well as putting weight on, he took being a better pass blocker and protecting his quarterback seriously this offseason. So now I want to see it against tougher competition. But if we, like I said, this is a great foundation for us to build on.
0: And I'm excited to see what we're able to continue to do. I agree, man. Shout out to our brother Johnny James, 9 King. Dude jumped off of Twitch to jump back on YouTube just to contribute, man. We appreciate the love, bro. Definitely, man. We appreciate you one hundred percent. Thank you so much for that. Look, guys, this show is not over. Like, I I, I feel like there's so much I want to discuss. Um, you know, I have a lot of pressures. That I, I I watched and they all kind of had the same means. So we're not going to keep talking about depressors. George Kittle said the same things. D Ford, uh, they said the same things. that Their head coach said Debo started. I do want to show Debo's just in case y'all didn't see Debo's. I have a clip from Debo's and I think it was like the funniest of them all. Usually Debo's not a funny guy, but there was twelve mm-hmm. seconds of it that I just thought was uh, was funny. Here, check it out.
1: I'll actually ask the team like how do we feel about the win and nobody said anything because at the end of the game like we just gotta we just gotta finish the game like we started and then uh I'm glad we got the win, though.
0: <laughs> he said that Kyle Shanahan asked the team how do they feel about the win? What a question, coach. Uh and 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 they no one said anything. Like I started off the show, how did y'all feel about the win? And we went negative the majority of the show, like it was just like, like it was nothing really good to say about it, even though it was a win. We got the win. Mm -hmm. We're good, we think, but we got some stuff we need to address. (laughs) The first thing Mo says, look, I need to get some stuff off my chest. Like, (laughs) and there's nothing wrong with that, right? There's nothing wrong with improving to be better. I always try to locate my flaws first. I want to correct my flaws. I'm good at what I'm good at, but let me see where I messed up so I could be better. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that's the player's mentality. So uh, shout out to us. Now, before we get off the show, we did a poll, right? And the poll was, who deserves the game ball? I'm not sure who y'all voted for, if you voted. Uh, I do want to hear who y'all voted for on the air. So let's go with Peachy, then we'll do Makoa. Um, If you didn't vote, and then just pick a player, and then we'll do Mo's, and then I'll, I'll close it up. So was it Dre Greenlaw, Elijah Mitchell, Jimmy Garoppolo, Debo Samuel? I voted for Debo. You voted for Debo. All mm-hmm. right. Enough self explain Right. we you understand. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you didn't vote, who would you have voted for? Out of those four?
3: I would have um, voted for Jimmy G just because uh, he played a hell of game and he showed me um, he cannot just uh, hand the ball off. He can pass it to Debo. That got him to... Uh, and um, he really played an all-around good game.
0: I agree. I agree. Even though that pass was underthrown a lot. It was mm-hmm. a, yeah. really underthrown. That was a bad pass. Great catch, though.
3: Great catch.
0: Great catch. Oh, that's why I said Debo be locating the ball. Might not be at the highest point, but it's a point, damn it. He be finding okay. the ball. Uh, Moe's... Who who did if you voted or if you didn't who would you have picked off of that list?
1: Elijah Mitchell.
0: Elijah Mitchell. I love it. I love he it. Kept, and,
1: and, he kept our running game fresh. Um, he was he he picked he had that one big run thirty eight um, yards. But, yep. and then he was still able to you know find some holes hit the holes, um, and I think that opened up that kept our passing game open. Mm. So even late in the game when Jimmy needed to hit a pass. Uh, he had room to do so. He had room to find Debo nine times. He had room to find Kittle and Sherfield. And, uh, he was able to, you know, hit some early passes, but he was able to continue to do that because this Detroit Lions team couldn't stop our running attack. So for Elijah Mitchell to have to come in, um, he didn't play much as far as a running back in the preseason. So for them to write mm-hmm. injury. So for them to sit Trace, Sermon, and then Mostert get hurt as early as he did for Mitchell to come in and run that way, I definitely have to give him the game ball because that, that's the epitome of if you stay ready,
0: you ain't got to get ready. I hear you, man. Uh, I just want to show the, them out there some love, man. They've been showing us love all episodes. So let's, if, if their stuff pops up on the screen and you see something you want to chime into, be sure to chime into it. We got like 15 more minutes on this show. Uh, you know what? I voted for Dre Greenlaw because I felt like that interception touchdown was what turned the game and allowed us to go on that kind of let's take this game over lead. We took the we took the ghost, the life right out of Detroit, right on that interception and the pick six. Like I felt like the Dre Greenlaw uh, should have gotten that. um I, I felt like he should have got more votes they didn't show Dre Greenlaw any love and it's probably because he didn't finish the game I get it he got hurt with a groin injury so I don't think he even played in the second half but I tell you what like he played and that and that right there Greenlaw was all over the field he had he, he was all over the field I see some people saying um, Al Shayer hey man Al Shayer got hurt and I got scared so was like mm-hmm. not a linebacker dog. I don't no. want to see Jerry play on this defense y'all no <laughs> No, I don't even know why he's on the team. He's he, he, like, I kept like saying is Nate Jerry's about to get caught up from the practice squad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, no, no. Um, John saying, all uh, a confident Jimmy G, all four quarters for me. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Jimmy. Jimmy was pretty confident. I mean, we saw a lot of handoffs, um, but you saw a lot of good third down throws, right? You know, third and sixes, third and nine. Like, he was completing some nice throws, throwing nice balls. The last play from Jimmy was immaculate. Yeah, I, yeah. It, it didn't look like he wanted to throw it. But when he threw it, it was a dime. That's right. Mm-hmm. Debo catches it, Oof. and then Debo fumbles it. And see, and he, has to,
1: he has to know better in that spot. You never, you never carry the ball on your inside arm. So I you agree. catch that, you get it to your outside arm, and you get up the field. You never I carry agree. that on your inside arm.
0: I agree. Even, even if you're in the middle of the field, because that's clearly right. what he was. Usually it's an innate thing where the ball carriers transfers it over, because if the ball is going to be punched out, it'll go out of bounds. So I don't know if that changed his mentality because he knew he wasn't near the sideline or whatever, but that's the rule. You get that ball, it automatically is supposed to transfer into that outside arm no matter where you are on the field. So I'm just saying I agree with you, bro, on that one right there. Um. Peachy and I gave some game balls, uh, and then we'll get your game balls. I have graphics for ours, but we'll get yours, and we'll make sure next Monday we have your game balls. Um, but you did vote for who your best player was, so I'm assuming that would have been your game ball. Uh, mm-hmm. I got a, a curveball in mind. So we'll start with – let's see. Let's start with Peachy's. Uh, Peachy gave uh, week one uh, Nitty Gritty Niners game ball goes to Debo. Who? Debo Samuel. Man, this dude had nine catches 189 yards would have had more, uh, but he fumbled. Uh one T D, the 79 long joint, 12 targets. So he's like he caught nine out of his 12 targets. Um, anybody disagree with that? Uh like do you have somebody different? I Mose McCoy? I don't have it on top of my head
3: now.
0: Who would have been your game ball?
3: Oh, me? Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, I would have had guy to, I would say Jimmy G. Or, yeah, that's a good uh, one. Mm-hmm. Just because uh, if you don't have a quarterback just like that, with a uh, mentality that he uh, played and shown us, then we probably wouldn't have won that game. But it's, he, he, it's crazy
0: how the 49ers rarely lose with Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, I, I, I it's, a, it's an amazing <laughs> stat, yo. As bad as Jimmy Garoppolo is for us, <laughs> meaning as bad as he just can't do some things, but the things that he can do when he has time, he does well. But it's amazing, right? Uh, <laughs> so, Jimmy G gets your game up. Moles, did you have anybody different?
1: Yeah, I probably still go with Elijah Mitchell.
0: Yeah, that that rookie was running, man. Mm -hmm. You know what I liked about him the best though? The most? His finishes. Yes. Even when you saw him get tackled for a loss, he crawled and rolled over and got yards. You can't teach that, my guy. Mm -mm. This dude is tiny. You know who he reminds me of? And I don't think he's this small. Darren. Oh, okay. Who was you gonna go with? He
1: you know, he when I saw him run, he reminds me of Matt Breeder, but bigger, like stockier. Hmm. He's like okay. a a stockier Matt
0: Breeder. Okay. He he has some Darren Sproles mixed with you guys remember the running back for the Panthers, D'Angelo
3: Williams?
0: <sighs> yes. Mm-hmm. He has that. And I don't know what it is. He just has something in him that I like. Oh, Charlie Garner is a good one. I like that. I like Charlie Garner. I do. Guys, my pick was not Drake Greenlaw. My pick was a different defensive player. And I'm going to go with this guy. Nope, not that guy. But this guy right here. Number 55. He only played about 30-something snaps. But when I tell you these were the most effective snaps that I've seen for a guy that shouldn't be playing football ever again because that's what everybody said. They written that's him off. right. <laughs> they wrote him off.
2: They wrote him off. <laughs> they really Which, they, they wrote, wrote him off.
0: Not only did he start like playing the game, he, like, he finished the game. Like like he finished the game. He got a sack. He also got the pressure for Jared Goff to throw the pick six to Dre mm-hmm. Greenlaw. And I believe if my numbers is right, he had five to six pressures. On his 30 snaps. I think that's an alarming rate if you do the math. And this is why this guy makes our defense a top two defense once they iron out the kinks. Mm -hmm. Once the kinks get ironed out, they're going to look good. Now, look, guys, they finished with 93 rushing yards from their running back. Would you say that's a successful day, Moe's, Peachy, and Makoa, or not a successful? Their running backs only finished with 93 yards. Is that successful for the D line or unsuccessful? I would
2: say that, that it's successful. Right. At a combination yeah, I mean, of 93, definitely. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's, it's a combination of 93. It's not right. like one guy had 93. Exactly. I mean, like Jamal Williams was. Total. Yeah, he, totally he had nine he... carries for 54. Thank and you. Swift had 11 for 39. Like, yeah, if you mm-hmm. got to split it up like that, and it, it looked worse because there were it a few big runs <laughs> in there. the mm-hmm. 20, the so right, it, right. It, it looked worse than what it was. Yeah. But I, if I, you I, if you total it together, 20 carries for 93 yards and a touchdown, mm-hmm. give me give me that every week in the NFL.
0: Thank and obviously,
1: if, if that's if, if we're <laughs> averaging running backs getting less than a hundred yards on 20 or more carries. Mm-hmm.
0: I'll take that I'll take I, I'm trying to that. figure out why, when I say that it wasn't bad, that it was others felt like it was bad. It's 93 yards from the running backs. They finished with a total of a hundred and something they Had a wide receiver run for nine. And right. Uh, was it the quarterback run for three or four or something like that? Like, so yeah, 14. Yeah. The, the wide receiver had 14.
1: No, Jared Goff had three carries for 14 yards. And then oh, yeah. had so, yeah, I one that. carry for that. nine yards.
0: Thank you. Yeah. yeah, so total they finished over hundred, but I'm talking about to the running backs. It looked bad, like Mo said, because they gashed up the middle. They had a 20. What was what was um Swift's long on the run? Not that stupid catch that Jimmy Ward gave up. That you know, his long was a the 14, maybe.
1: Something like that, maybe 18, because he only yeah. had
0: 39 yeah, by 18, yards, so. yeah. Um, And so it looked bad because not only were they big gashes, like they extended drives also. And then and then Jared Goff was literally killing us underneath. I, I don't know what coverage we could not <laughs> cover. They had Verrett all over the field. Like he was covering freaking mm. TJ Hawkinson at some point. I'm just like, wait a minute. Like, they, they did their thing. They did their thing, but we still were dominating the Lions. Let's get to the goods. We were dominating the Lions for, let me do my math, I would say minus seven minutes, so seven minus 60. 50 plus minutes. I still can't do the math. We were dominating for 50 plus minutes. This is where the PTSD came in because of the Super Bowl. That, that's what happened. That's what, that's what they started to see. They started to a week one game, comparing it to the Super Bowl, but they don't care about the week one. It was the situation, and that's yeah. what started to happen. We started to get into this trance like, oh, my gosh, Kyle's about to blow this again. He blew the Super Bowl with the Falcons. He blew the Super Bowl with the 49ers. He's supposed to blow week one too. I get it. I get it. I want to shout out to my brother, John. I mean, Sean. Sean, super chat. What up, fam? Kyle either needs to learn to be merciless or better time game management is the new corner good you think our safeties safeties and front seven can make up for the corners is most is most real he had a bunch of questions we're going to answer all his questions before we get <laughs> from this contribution we're going to leave this contribution on here we're going to answer all his questions i tell you what Kyle either needs to learn to be merciless or better or you take that
2: and Kyler needs to learn to be merciless, or better time game management. Nope, I actually agree with that. I think that he does need to to still work on his um, game management, his timeouts, for instance. That was pretty crazy time to take timeouts yesterday. Yeah, I wasn't.
0: I wasn't feeling those. Okay. All right. Um. Uh, McCall, you take the next one. Is the new corner that's Drake Kirkpatrick? um is 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 he good or or do you think the safeties in front seven can make up for that we'll uh, and then we'll give the most of it is real to most so talk about the secondary
3: um I feel like the secondary our safeties will be like good enough, but i don't i gotta see what we have to do in practice and stuff uh for the newcomers, especially Dre, uh, Kirkpatrick, and then Josh Norman's been here for a few days, and uh, but and then the rookies that have been with us since uh the start, but I feel like the front seven would make uh, a help, but um it wouldn't last like all game, I would say.
0: I agree. Y'all can say what y'all want, but this brother right here is balling out. And I'm not going to throw shade on D'Amador Lenore, because for some reason, <laughs> I, this might be the steal of the draft. We talk about a fifth round pick. All right. Deamador Lenore, nearest defender per NFL generation stats, 55 coverage snaps, four targets, one reception. And no, I don't even know the yards a because we got the comment in here, but it was it was minimal. Like this dude is balling. I I did want to scaffold and say, hey, we gotta we gotta see what he's gonna be like against a Hopkins or or Fitzgerald or you know you know which I don't expect him to play great. I, I'm I, I'm okay with that. Like I I, I don't. I'm sorry. I, I he's a rookie and they're not, and so I expect him to try to take advantage of him. I expect the quarterbacks to see that. Mm-hmm. But if he does. Hold that down. Shoot. The 49ers, man, the 49ers would have a pick that they can say was well worth Like they did, they, they would have just they, they would have won the draft. They mm-hmm. they won the draft. Like, if you can get a fifth round guy for one that's starting right now, due to whatever the circumstances, it doesn't matter. And comes out and balls out against the elite receivers of the NFL man mm-hmm. sign that kid give him his extension now like give it to him now all right mose we talked about this a little bit but is Mostert real like is is he real is is, is the situation real like like what like just, just just end the show on Mostert.
1: yeah i'm trying i was trying to understand what that question is like is you. he real as like in a in a player i mean when he's healthy absolutely he's real is is the injury that he's suffering real and has he shown that the propensity to get injured absolutely every year he's been with us he's missed time in the regular season for whatever injury whether it be knee hamstring the broken forearm you know you know he's showing that he's brittle um so i think if we can get a healthy monster he's absolutely real He's he started this game off Two for twenty, and he could have went for two hundred yards this game. Yo,
0: he really, he really could have went for two hundred yards this game easy. Yeah.
3: My fantasy is so,
0: lit, y'all. I'm telling, yo, I put him in as a late start. When I see him, did you see him hit the holes, y'all? Yeah. It was like it was like just lightning. So, just so much burst. It's
1: just like it, it. If you blink, he's gone, and he's already through that. So. Yes, he is real. um, But so are the injuries. Um, So we'll hope we'll see what he's able to do after, um, you know, this eight weeks of being out. Hopefully the surgery gets it uh, cleaned up and he's able to come back. But I'm really excited about Elijah Mitchell and and Jamichael Hastie. Uh, Those are some good running backs, too. They have speed. They have burst. They can hit the holes. Um, and then, you know, we'll see what Sermon is able to do also. So uh, we got a good stable of running backs and we know Kyle's offense is uh, definitely geared toward the running back. So uh, we should be all right in that area.
0: Yeah, I want to I want to go because I'm hungry. But this is yo, they threw at Verette more than Lenore. And I saw this, too. And what if they did this on purpose? And what if that extra, I'm not saying that, you know, his his ACL went because he was overly worked, but he was running Mm -hmm. all over. Yeah, he was everywhere. Side to side. Mm -hmm. Like they worked him. Yep. Like Like they did. What if that was part of the game plan for them? I think it was
1: I, I think they wanted to test to see how healthy he really was. That's crazy. And I mean that 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 sucks like that to me like that's love. Like that's dirty to What's like really that's... To really see. But <laughs> I mean in the NFL you look for whatever competitive advantage right. you can get. So yeah. uh, other than them really biting kneecaps and ankles That was it. That's another boundary, way of doing it. They, they put out a, put out a bounty like Greg Williams is. Mm-hmm. Let's really test him. Let's see if he can really run. Let's see yeah. if he can really, you know, stand up to you know, having to run a thousand yards this game, running up, down, back and forth. Let's see if he can really do it. And you know, it's it's an unfortunate event. Now I don't think they meant to get him injured or that was the plan, but they at least wanted to test. I agree to see how healthy is he, and is he really their
0: number one corner. So I agree. Um let's pick a player that we feel like needs to be better for next week. That played in this game. They had to have played in this game. Everybody's got to pick a player, all right? Um I'm going to give you a little time to pick a player. We're going to watch we're going to end on a good note because uh there was a player that was was interviewed and and I just couldn't I couldn't his smile was infectious. So uh, we'll, we'll 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 watch that and then we'll come back and i want to hear your player that you feel like should be better for next week all right uh and i already know what everybody in the chat is gonna say it's ambry thomas i got you i got it i get it. <laughs> <laughs> let's watch this quick video real quick right and then you guys come back with y'all play all alright here we go i'm probably the same as, as everyone else watching it um uh just like i said just glad to be one and know uh the biggest thing they, they've taught me and those guys in that locker room is to pre- appreciate every single win um
3: had a few guys go down which, which is really tough i think that was probably the toughest part of the day uh, but at the end of the day it wins a win
0: there was nothing much more to get from trey lance jimmy Garoppolo didn't say much like it was just weird it was a weird presser but that kid was smiling the whole time his whole two minutes and 30 seconds was a smile he was so happy from his first touchdown, for the win, for the playing time, even though he couldn't run. Like, he was just so happy. Like, I I didn't want to not end on a smiley note, all right? Now we're going to end on a weird note because I want to know <laughs> which player got to be better. But we could turn it into a joke. Let's go with Makoa, uh, Peachy, Mose, and then we'll get on up out of here. I uh, really uh, – for my player – I. Uh...
3: I gotta go with uh Katavis Street. Just because just 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 be I mean, he did got a sack for us. He did got a First Rose. sack. Yep.
0: In his first sack. First yep. sack of the game and his first sack in his career.
3: But if if Javon Kinlaw uh, does miss some time, I need him to have more productive into that uh Y nine gap uh, of in the inside. Because Super for cool. me, I was just getting mad that we're, we're letting the Lions off his line create the gaps right in the middle so they can run down uh uh all against us. But um, surprise pick for me, but I really want to clear that DT uh, position there.
0: All right. So Makoa is saying that C- Contavious Street. All right. Peachy, who are you rocking with?
2: Man, I'm going to say this. Maybe it might be have it easier on guys like Street and other people if, Dagum Zach Kerr would do a lot better. He's got to get better, man. He really, really does. Okay. I was very disappointed in him.
0: I, I mean, I, a lot of people are talking about this interior line. Uh, Moses, are you going to keep it going? Like, who who is your better? We got Zach Kerr. We got Katavius Street. I didn't see the Street one. That threw me for a loop. I thought he played... Monstrous, but I thought
3: he
2: did too. But, but I mean, I get it,
0: you know. No, I do get it. They got to plug that gap, right? What are, what are your thoughts? Uh, most,
1: uh, I, as much as I want to go interior, um, and I could say a, another name just because we have those interior guys, uh, I'm gonna stay on the defense, but I'm gonna go outside, and I'm gonna say Eric Armstead has to play better.
3: Ooh.
1: And specifically, Aaron the guy that happen. led
0: the team in the, the most pressures has to be better?
1: Absolutely. Okay. Because although he may have led the team in pressures, he doesn't seem to play well against mobile quarterbacks. He doesn't okay. set the okay. edge properly mm-hmm. and he lets them get to the outside. If the Eagles are going to win this game, it's because Jalen Hurts is able to extend the pocket, he's able to get to the outside. And if he can't hit anybody from who's open, then he'll be able to scramble for yards. We see it every year against Russell Wilson twice a year. We see it every year against Kyler Murray mm-hmm. twice a year. And we, we saw it against uh, Lamar Jackson. And we could potentially see it on Sunday against Jalen Hurts. Okay. So I need if, if McGlinchy can work on his game to be a better pass blocker, I need Eric Armstead to step his game up and set the edge better against these mobile quarterbacks.
0: Okay, and and and, and fairness though, he's not an edge guy to me. And, and, like I, I feel like and he it, should. Be I I agree, but that's, that's not where we, that's not where they're playing. That's, that's not where they're playing. Right. That could be that can be a coaching thing. Like they 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 need to figure that out. Like, they need to. They, I f- I'm hoping they go and reassess and watch film and be like, yo, mm-hmm. he's struggling on the edge. Right. He's just not quick. He's not fast enough. Okay? He's slow as, Mo- not Moses, but he's slow. <laughs> right? And so, it's, 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 it's. I just don't, I, there's certain games he's gonna do well against standard quarterbacks. And then against mobile quarterbacks, maybe, possibly, we need to switch it up. Right, right. Which is, which is kind of. And, put and let, uh-huh.
1: let, um, let 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 Bosa Ford EvaCom and Arden Key handle the yeah. edge responsibilities. That's it. Those uh-huh. are our four fastest guys, our four most agile guys. Let them handle the edge responsibilities. Let them be able to set that edge uh-huh. and you know, you know, contain on the ends I and agree. kick arm to right. the inside against the mobile
0: quarterback. I couldn't agree even, anymore, bro. But again, it comes down to stubbornness in the coaching. And it also
2: comes down to what Mose had said about um, um, D'Amico making adjustments. Like, this is the time between these two games where this week you need to to make some some serious adjustments because we have got to be able to contain um, Hurts. We can't let him run all over us because, just like he said, if he runs all over us, man, we are not going to win that game.
0: We're going to find out on Sunday, y'all, how well we're going to play mobile quarterbacks this right. Exactly. Because I didn't even watch Hertz be mobile last week because he didn't have right. to. Right. Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, since y'all talking about defensive linemen, I'm going to keep it going. Okay. We're talking about the defensive line, even though it looked worse than what it was, stats, box score wise, it just looked bad. Mm-hmm. I don't like 20 yard runs ever. Exactly, Me unacceptable, yeah. unacceptable. So the guy that I'm going to go with is the veteran, defensive interior guy. Where the hell was DJ Jones? Did he play? Was he suited up? Was he in barbecue? I don't know. Right. All I know <laughs> was he wasn't on sizzling Sunday, and he sure enough didn't show up Sunday, and you know, in the game, like he wasn't there. And so that's a guy who. Also is more of a pass rushing guy, but he's pretty damn good against the run. And maybe it's just the Y9 ain't for us anymore. Maybe Kosierek needs to change up his thing. bump the line. Our linebackers aren't big anymore. Like they're, they're 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 faster, quicker, better pass coverage guys. They ain't trying to plug them gaps. Like you put it, if a center gets out on them, dudes, they go, they going bye-bye. Let's just call it like it is. If anything, I would think Aziz would be the better Mike linebacker in 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 this zones in that wide zone because he's just a bigger back who can probably shed those blocks better. Not no shade toward Fred Warner. This is not what he's not better than Fred Warner. DJ Jones had an eighty three point seven PFF grade. Hell, I don't know how they grade. I just know I he don't didn't even know play. what they did because he barely even showed him on anything. Yeah, none of y'all knew
1: he played. You right. all
0: watched the same game.
1: <laughs> but but I, but, I, but listen, I think it's like we talked about earlier. I think it's perception versus reality. Okay. Because it because it looked bad, we thought that oh they must have just stumped to join up.
0: Mm-hmm. I got you. But got at, at eighty three point seven grade,
1: I mean, okay, yeah. I didn't listen. I didn't, I didn't expect that to be his grade. Absolutely mm-hmm. not.
0: I didn't even know he played, guys.
2: I didn't, either. <laughs> I didn't know to, um, until today, I, until I, mean, I looked I, down there, and his name was on there, and they said he played. I, was yeah, like, okay. I,
0: mean, I knew he wasn't hurt. He wasn't on the IR. Yeah. But I didn't know he, I, I, I couldn't find him. Like, I, I, I saw a street. I saw just about every other lineman we own, and I didn't see anything. And so, look, guys, it's going to be better. I just think he has to be a little bit better, be more prominent. Uh, you know, he is one of the best interior linemen in the yeah. league. Healthy Zach he? Kerr had a 47.7. And
2: and of course he did cuz he needed it.
0: He was horrible.
2: Horrible. Yikes.
0: Yikes. Well, I'm sticking, I'm sticking with my guy because I ain't see him on on the thing. I'll go back and rewatch the game when we break down the game, but I ain't see him. So uh final thoughts, man. Let's get on up out of here, man. We had a great wow, 2-hour show. Shoot, I'm scared to put this on a podcast for people to listen to. They're going to complain about it being too long, but I don't care. Again, shout out to our brother, Sean, for the super track contribution. Dante Free T.D. Johnson needs improvement. (laughs) If you go back and rewatch the show, Sean, look, dude, we spent the first fifty-five minutes on Dante Johnson, bro. We held no bars, man. We was straight gritty on that guy, man. We got down to mm-hmm. it, bro. I promise you, man. Uh-oh. Also, uh, Miss Debbie says, shout out to Moe's for his menu on Super Sunday, Mose, We waiting for those pictures, brother. I didn't. I, I didn't send them to you. Not to me. I sent them. I sent them to Peachy, didn't I? I don't know. Did, did she, I get
2: them? I'm trying to remember. My bad. Hold on. I may have got them.
0: She was drunk possible. before the game, so apparently she didn't get the
2: drinks.
0: <laughs> she didn't get beef and broccoli drinks I, I had on the show.
1: I sent. <laughs> yeah. I sent them to you on Twitter.
2: Yes, you did. I see them right now. Yeah, I was. I was loaded. I got it. Me?
1: I,
0: yeah.
2: I was about I to. I got it. I will. Yeah.
0: Dude, yeah. Mo, I, 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 need, I need to put slander. those
2: out there. I'm so sorry about that. Yes, absolutely. Most Just did so. what he was supposed to. Um, that was my fault. Somebody had out there that don't
0: okay. to get away from it being your fault. Let's 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 own up. Let's let's give it to her. Like it's your fault. You messed up, and let's give it. No, I'm just playing. Go ahead. Somebody had what?
2: Somebody said, "Robbie, go." <laughs> You're you kidding, man. To can we end
0: the show on a kick? All right. <laughs> can I kick it? Yes, we can. Yes, you can. Yes, All you can. right. I just really quickly. I get it. Gold is like 50 years old He's on his way out We've seen it with Adam Vinatieri We've seen it with Steven Goskowski. And Gold is the next wave, right? I would say he's the next wave mm-hmm. He missed a 52-yarder I, And I really think he missed it Because he, he bust his ass on national TV <laughs> and was embarrassed so Did you see that, Makoa? Did you see him bust his tail? Man, yeah. I'm so bad from a up, First of all, I didn't know he could kick his leg that high. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, did you see how first... That was like, he did an air split, yo. Like, yo he, tried air split. To, he tried
1: to kill that ball.
0: <laughs> he knew it was about to be 50 yards, yo. He did an air split. His leg went... Oh. Excuse me, parallel. Not perpendicular. <laughs> it would have been like 90 degrees. His leg went parallel. From the, from the left leg, whatever leg you kick with, to the other. It was straight up and down. I was like, dang. But the field was effed up. People were slipping all over the place. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Here's my thing. Do you think he would have missed that kick had he not busted his tail? <laughs> I know it was a 50-yarder, but let's be real. Would he have missed that, yo? <laughs> I don't
3: know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He's
0: 50-50. Yeah. Hey, He's 50-50. There it is. That, we can go home. He's 50-50. Oh. 50-50. He's 50-50. He's 50-50. He's 50-50. He's 50-50. First of all, stop giving him 50-yard field goals to kick. That's right. Did most just do the emoji? He did. Listen, That's stop true. giving him 50-yard field If you know he's not good at kicking 50s, let him kick 49s. So at the end of the day, you're going to get a 50-50, 50-yard field goal kicker. One's going to go in, one is not. Two's going to go in, four or not. Three hundred go in six, now, he better not be kicking six fifty-yard field goals in a game. Oh,
2: Lord,
0: no. I tell you what, if y'all play fantasy football, I think he was tied for first place for kickers. <laughs> 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 so, man, it's gold, guys. You live with it, you y'all. Man, right, at, right now, I don't think kicker exact Dolanite exactly same distance, same hash mark. This saw a different result because he didn't buzz his tail on national team. I think he was embarrassed. Oh, really wow. But <laughs> most hit the nail on the head. He's 50-50, guys. He was 50-50 last year from 50 yards. He's a 50% field goal kicker from 50 at the age 50. I
3: know. <laughs> I <don't> know.
0: <laughs>
2: and and he, he could be like he could be like um some some kickers that were released today, like Badgley from the Titans. Wait, did Zerline Ooh. get released? No, I don't. Um, not that I know of. I heard they brought in a kicker in Dallas, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they probably did. Um, But Badgley got released um, Damn. from the Titans because I guess they're blaming that on him. You know, the way the Titans looked yesterday. Okay. You
0: know, Derrick Henry couldn't <laughs> rush the ball. Mm-mm. Okay. First of all, and, and Taylor the Wine couldn't stop Chandler. Nobody, Jones. bro. <laughs> when I saw Ian Rappaport or, or Adam Schefter, excuse me, post a picture of a blank check, I had to go back and figure out why. I ain't scared of no damn Chandler Jones. I tell you right now, I ain't scared of him because he's gonna come to the best. He's got to get that on a on a great offensive line. But Taylor, yeah, Trent, Trent Williams ain't no Taylor the Wine. You, you right. know what I'm saying? Like, now he yes. might get it on Mike, but Grinchy.
2: <laughs> He's got to go to the other side.
0: No, they move him, they move him around. Yeah. They move him around. Guys, I can't wait till we have to talk about the the division the division games. Boy, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to leave the show with this, and we're going to get up out of here, yo. The NFC West ain't nothing to f- with. Like, this year. Best division
2: know- in the game.
0: But I told y'all Matt Stafford was gonna be that dude, and y'all told me Matt Stafford was trash. That boy's I the shit out of everybody that said that.
1: Nah, it was it was against the Bears defense.
0: The Bears defense is good. Don't come at me and tell me they D not good. They got a good D. Mos. pause. Can't say that like that. Their defense is legit. That's what I mean. Their D's huh? legit. You don't think their D's legit? No, not, not anymore. More. Okay. Nope. All right, I I think their defense is pretty decent. What did what did Khalil Mack do yesterday? The Rams, they, it's just the Rams were better. Who who are they? Who are they? Corners? It doesn't matter because they got rid of Kyle Fuller. He got rid of Kyle Fuller, and that was stupid. They should have paid him, and now they're trying to get people back. They're so stupid. The Bears <laughs> are just a dumb organization. That doesn't right. mean that their defense isn't. I think their defense is is, is good. Their offense, their offense wasn't as trash. The night. it really wasn't like I think who's their quarterback Andy Dalton had same stats he had better stats than Matthew Stafford he just had that one stupid pick in the red zone I don't know man the Rams looked good last night Matthew Stafford was airing the ball out Colin Murray was airing the ball out didn't he have four touchdowns yesterday
3: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. five total because he had a rushing one too
0: he that trashy uh, Titans defense <laughs> what, is the Titans defense really trash? I didn't think they were. That's how I right. feel about the beers. Exactly. Oh,
2: no, I know that.
0: That Titans no, defense the, looked really the, bad yesterday. The, 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 the Titans defense got better players. Okay. They they they, they weren't better last yesterday.
1: No. They, really no. They, look, they looked mm-hmm. terrible yesterday.
0: Mm-hmm. We can all re- just say Russell was going to be Russell until that cat retired. Right. Right? That yeah. just, like In my opinion, Mm -hmm. and I know everybody loves Patrick Mahomes, but Russell is the best quarterback in the NFL. That's just my opinion. We could have this conversation on another show. I just think Russell gives you the best of everything. It's just in my opinion. But Patrick Mahomes looked good. There were some great football games yesterday, but the NFC West is crazy, y'all. And so I'm not saying that the 49ers can't dominate it, but right now I can't tell – which is the best team?
2: Right. It, oh it's,
0: right. No, it's,
1: it's going to be a dog fight.
0: Okay. Oh, it's going
2: to be. Yeah. And
1: honestly, I, I, I could see the Super Bowl winner coming out of this division just because mm. of the hell that they're going to have to get through. They're going to be so battle tested by, the, by mm-hmm. the end of this season that yep. whoever comes out of this division and makes it through the, gauntlet, the, 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 the playoffs is probably going to be the team that, that wins the Super Bowl because it's going to be a fight.
0: I agree. I agree, time said. Listen, everybody that was tuning into the show, thank y'all so much for tuning in in The degree Niners. Listen, if you didn't already hit that like button, please give that like a like make sure you give it a thumbs up, man, and we do appreciate if you guys are going to comment, and if you're not already subscribed, which I'm hoping you already are, but if you want to get your mama, cousin, uncle, baby sisters, uncle's roommate subscribed to, just go sign into Audio all their accounts, subscribe to the joint, make sure you get in there so you don't never miss an episode. We're going to be back, I believe, either Wednesday or Thursday. Breezy got a crazy schedule, so you might see Peachy and Moe's, you might see Moe's, Peachy and McCall. I don't know, but some stuff is going down this week, but they're going to bring you the fantasy football picks this week, so Make sure you tune in to Wednesday or Thursday night. And then on Sunday, we will be back for another episode of Sizzling Sundays, guys. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to the show. Peachy, Moe's, Makoa, love y'all. Keep it nitty and keep it ready. Oh, we out. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. Please follow and subscribe on twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. Also on YouTube. YouTube backslash Wayne Breezy.